streets are getting closer, going faster than a roller coaster. Love like yours will surely come my way. Hey, hey, hey. Am I about to be assassinated? <laughs> the song that just came on. We're fine. Warning, the following program contains extreme and unacceptable views. Did you know? You're extreme. Extreme! Extreme! People are extreme and they're unacceptable! The small fringe minority holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing. Story time. I got a story for you. It's a true story. The federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act. Diagalon. 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 A far right extremist group. We're talking about a group that is organized, driven by an extreme ideology. A so called accelerationist group. Formed by a former member of the Canadian Armed Forces. Which aims to accelerate racial conflict to lead to the eventual creation of a white ethno state. Its stated purpose is, quote, to incite a race war. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> it's over. It's fucking done. <laughs> are talking about a meme. A meme to justify a state of emergency. <laughs> They're super country. D dude, did we predict this on one of the old fucking streams? Remember diagonal country all the way to Al and Alaska? Dude, you know, here it is. All the way from Florida. All the way up, super diagonal country. The Justin Trudeau regime declared war on a pretend country that doesn't exist. The federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act. How much vitriol do we have to see of Honk Honk, which is an acronym for Hail Hitler? people like me so you can point and say that's a bad guy that's okay i've been a bad guy for you i made this on my phone as a pretend flag for a pretend country that doesn't exist its vice president is a goat figurine named Philip, who has an extremely hard time with narcotics. Diagonal was founded by Jeremy McKenzie, a veteran who himself was arrested for possessing weapons. Your Honor, my client's been inebriated for everything he's ever said. None of this is actionable. Dismiss. The Ottawa police are a little bit upset. Oh, is there a leak in your ship? Mm. I have escaped. Is it possible I've slept so long? We've gone into the Soviet Union. Putin did provide me with new cave. Executive sweet cave. Dosvodanya. It's what makes you a terrorist by watching this. You're all on watch list. Jeremy McKenzie remains free. A video apparently placing him at a goat farm. Back to you! Back to you, sir! 
I just wanted to make YouTube videos. What's your plan for tomorrow? Are you a leader or will you follow? Are you a fighter or will you cower? It's our time to tap out the power. What's your plan for tomorrow? Are you a leader or will you follow? If you have weak fucking shitty leadership, everything else falls apart. We're still here. I guess I'm the bad guy now. The boys have had enough. Let's go. days there is it's the unknown distance march through hell called canada who thought it would look like this that it would look like uh teletubbies cotton candy rainbow apocalypse i didn't i didn't see that i thought it was gonna be you know growing up just it's just adding insult to injury being stepped on by uh Basically, the village people. Um, <laughs> it's insulting. I demand more serious enemies. This is just getting stupid now. Well, it's it's been stupid for quite a while, but uh, you know, it, we take what we can get. I mean, it's Canada. We, you know, everything's free here. Just like the food, the food banks are all free, especially if you're not from here. Uh, maybe primarily if you're not from here. Ninety-five uh, percent of our food banks are being used up by foreigners that aren't even Canadian citizens. So that's good. That's good. You like to see that. You like to see that not only are we housing the whole world for free, but we're feeding them too. So that's good. That's good. That's good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad our poor people can't get anything to eat. I'm, I'm, and the food banks are like overwhelmed and stuff, right? It's like, we don't have any food. We're all running out of food. Fuck you, Canadians. No, you don't get any food. We, we have to feed uh, we have to feed Palminder and we have to feed uh, um, Sanjeet and we have to feed all of those people. I don't care if you've been living here for 30 years and paying taxes and I don't give a shit if your dad was killed in Afghanistan. Palminder's hungry! Get out of the fucking way! <laughs> Jeez. Oh, it's going to be one of these evenings, you know. They're all, they're all like this. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I saw somebody earlier. M1 Dot, he's testing. Test only, he says. You're coming in Lima, Charlie, sir. You're loud and clear. T-Money, how are you? He says, first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, then you win. We're in the fighting stage. Um, but, yeah, we will win. 
Uh, we'll we'll get into that. M1 Dot, how are you? Thank you very much, sir. He says, take my motherfucking money. And uh, fuck NYS. I don't know what that is. With the hardest sandpaper dildo. There's They make those? I bet they probably do. Uh, I don't. I can't imagine why. Anyway, all these. He continues. All these pedos need to get some of that mostly fiery climate change. It's global boiling now, sir. Please keep up. Please keep up. We're being boiled alive, sir. <laughs> God bless you. See you again in three months ish. He says or she. Rumble really needs to fix their shit process error. Uh, this equals entropy. Uh, it did work over there. I just didn't get around to it. I was just sitting down and. And all of that. Uh, either one's good. Entropy, Rumble, and I think even Odyssey. They all take about the same cut. 15%. Very reasonable. You know, considering I don't have my own platform. I have to use somebody else's million dollar operation. I just can't get one. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to be... Uh... <laughs> I want... I really... <laughs> I have so many secrets. Oh, It's hard, man. It's hard being a man with secrets that you can't... You just got to wait. It's like uh, it's like the most devastating form of blue balls you can imagine. And it's not even like... It's not even like it's a bad secret. It's just things I wish I could say and can't. And uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Someday, eventually... Fucking everything moves in slow motion here. Like every... Like the... I mean, I mean, so I guess the rest of the world kind of does, but uh, if you want anything good to happen, it seems to take a million years, and everybody they're going to fight tooth and nail for everything. Like uh, you know, like he said, they're fighting us on everything. They're fighting, um, you know, the release of any kind of information, any anything resembling reality being confirmed or sought after or promoted or supported is just ruthlessly attacked. The uh, they're on a full full scale attack on everything resembling fucking reality right now. Anything good and healthy and normal is uh, the enemy and it has to be fixed, really. It has to be changed. It has to be progressed. It needs to be updated. It needs to be made more inclusive and all of that crap. Uh, which is of course code for kill you. Kill you, d- death, death to you. We are communist pedophiles and um, you know, we love Israel. You know, that's that's <laughs> Ironically, a lot, a, a, a huge portion of the left too doesn't though, which is funny. Even though they do follow the, uh, they they march to that drum and don't seem to have any. They they don't seem to have any uh, wherewithal as to what what it is they're doing or who it is they're really serving. But you know, trust billionaires, trust the trust the uh, trust the global banking cartels, trust the weapons companies, trust the global. Uh, Pharmaceutical companies, um, trust them. Trust the war criminals. Yes, we are the one. We are the one percent now. We are, we support the current thing, which is being paid for. Uh, you know, by by certain people, certain people in certain positions that have acquired an insane amount of power. To what I would say, what I would call ethnic nepotism, and how that works. Uh, oh, f- fuck. Okay, all right. They get real. They get really upset. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! You're a bird! You're a shitty bird! You don't even do anything! All you do is steal anyway. (laughs) I'm tired of this! I'm tired of living in fear of the bird! I'm a man! Not a... Not an ant! I'm not a mouse! Why do I fear the loon?
Well, the loon did cancel my bank account, so I guess. <laughs> and Morgan's too, but that's okay. That's okay. We'll get. We'll get, we have different ones. We have different ones that are owned by um, groundhogs. So there. I mean, there's a lot of other. There's other animals in the animal kingdom. Okay. There's other birds. Okay. There's. Um, Crows and pigeons and blue jays and all sorts of things. Talking like you're the only fucking bird. This is anti-birdism. This is anti-loonism. Loonism. We need to curb. We need to stop hate. And uh, of course, the the super bass, amazing. I mean, they just. I can only get so erect. You know, I can only become so aroused and proud and, and inspired and motivated. And every time the Conservative Party of Canada says anything or does anything, I just, huh, I feel great all day. I really do. I'm actually in a really good mood today, so this is going to be a terrible stream, contrasting to the, It seems to seems to go that way. But uh, they, they're, they're embarking on, uh, what is it? Uh, Hindu phobia? That's the new one? Do I have? I have so much. On, like, I'm just going to show you my desktop. Like, th- look at all these tabs. Like, bro, I don't even... I'm just saving them up. And I don't know. I, I've just given up. It's become bad. It's I'm, like, hoarding links. I have, I have like, a... I'm, like, an episode of that show where you just, you know, strains addictions and you go in there and there's just, like, you know, millions of, of, of cans of, you know, empty ravioli cans. And you're like, why? And you're like, I don't know. It makes me feel safe. And, you know, something about their dad. And, you know, I, okay, I don't know where the fuck it is. I know it's somewhere. I think I, I think I put it on Twitter earlier, but, um, you know, I just, I'm just honestly killing time until I can figure out where I put this stupid thing. I don't seem to remember where it is. There it is. <laughs> Guess who? Everyone's favorite, uh, Jewish rooster. She's, she's great. Uh, yeah, we're, we're backing a plea seeking recognition of Hindu phobia because we, we've got, we need more phobias. We need more hate speech laws. There's, there's too much hate. People are criticizing my ethnic group. Stop that. No criticisms of my team ever. That's a phobe. You're a bigot. Interesting. Now, I and I really want someone to quarter Jordan Peterson on this someday because I find this one is just... just <laughs> Jordan. You know, he says things like... Um, when talking about, uh, you know, collective group identity and stuff like this. And, uh, you know, he talks about, on the one hand, he'll say, At like, you're, you're eth- just because you're, you're ethnic, your ancestors, like, bloody, you know, like, conquered, you know, did, like, <laughs> those aren't your accomplishment. That has nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. You can't have pride or, or love or appreciation of your own, you can't um, because you're white, and that's just crazy talk. That's like there's no such thing. Uh, like what is what even is that? Like what what is what is he? <laughs> what is white? You know, like he does this. And, but that also, hey, you know, you white people have done a lot of bad things collectively as a group. The group that doesn't exist has collectively done a lot of bad things, but also collectively as a group doesn't exist. So basically, what you're saying is, um, we're just bad. All bad. Nothing you've ever done is good. In fact, it's so bad. We are going to basically make it kind of the primary focus almost 
I mean, we're going to insert this into the popular groupthink more so than Santa Claus. You know, we're going to ingrain this into the culture that everything you've done forever is bad and awful. So much so that it's basically at the forefront of every conversation we're going to have all the time. And any claim that anybody ever did anything good or cool, hey, buddy, that's white supremacy. And uh, that's, you know, and colonialism and slavery and all that stuff. So, I mean, I just, somebody, somebody that's smarter than me that can get into a room with, with him or any of these guys, uh, I just find that. How can you? How can you be in both camps like that? I I, f- I feel that feel like that's cognitive dissonance. I feel like there is. I think there is a little bit there. Big brave smarty pants, big brain people. I don't know. I think you're just scared to say things because you know what'll happen. The flying goblin people will come after you, and you're afraid of them. Wallbanger says it's not Hindu phobia. It's stinkophobia. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Some of them definitely don't. You know, it's not a priority. Or maybe it's just... <laughs> I don't know. Well, we're going to have to just leave it be. Uh, what's going on over here? Do the car skit again someday? Yeah, everybody likes that one. <laughs> I don't even remember that one. I was That's where uh, uh, Henrik from Red Ice was just tuned in randomly one day, and I was in the middle of doing that. And he was like, what in the fuck am I watching? <laughs> He's like, Dude, come over here. Like, I don't know. Ventura, uh, Schwarzenegger, Chris Walken, and who was there? Was four, right? Oh, it was, and Cosby, who was raping people. He was the Luftwaffe pilot. And why were they going to Auschwitz? I can't remember. Or they were picking one of them up. I don't know. There was a whole car trip. It, it's you know, it's an ongoing saga. That could be a cartoon. Me and uh, me and me and Murray are going to work on something someday. I promise. You know, when we get time, I've got a million. Fucking things going on. I'm fight. Well, four now. We're we're one. We're down, down one. It's like a it's like a come from behind hockey game, huh? Oh, geez, you got five criminal K. Oh, you're done now. Well, I know what happened, and I know what didn't happen, and I know that it is very difficult to prove things that are complete fabricated lies. So I don't know. We'll see. And so far, it doesn't look like it's going well. Um, but you know, I had I had five cases against me. And now there's four. So it's 4-1. You were up 5 nothing. <laughs> now you're up 4-1. What happens when it's tied 2-2 or you're down 3-1 going into the third, you know? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm looking forward to getting it over with. But it's coming up. We got stuff uh, another couple of weeks. There's a date here for one of these cases. And then there's a couple in the fall. And then there's a trial in the winter. Or there might be another trial in the it's November and, and another one in January or February. I don't know. I, I just... I basically just tell them when I have to be there. I don't know. Just call me the night before and tell me where I have to be and if I have to be dressed and I'll show up. I don't... <laughs> That's basically my effort level. Just, you know. Thankfully, uh, you know, the lawyers do all the work. That's what you pay them for. <laughs> People are looking for the kick link. Thank you for that as well. All right. Uh, what else is going on? Yeah. Oh, and they, they, need, they need recognition. They're very, you know... They're lonely out there at Camp Eagle. I guess. I guess they're lonely and they need someone to say hello. Do you guys not have electricity? I don't know. I think they're being worked to death. I think Drew's working them to death. I think he's a slave driver. I think he's merciless. I don't know if he's feeding them. I, I, he might, he, you know, he's definitely not feeding them. He's probably giving them water, but food is probably like, fuck you, find your own. Go out in the woods and eat a squirrel. I don't care. But um, <laughs> the uh, Veterans for Freedom guys at Camp Eagle, they're still working hard and doing all, all of that stuff. And uh, if you do want to go to support a veterans organization, 
that isn't fake and gay and is actually full of legit people that, you know, because I've known them. I've met them. I, you know, worked with a lot of these guys. One of them was blown up in a, you know, <laughs> it was my company quartermaster guy. Like, I know these guys, right? It's not a scam. Well, they just came out of nowhere. Where did that guy even come from? I don't think he's even in real I, I remember <laughs> when, Chris, when did you get blown up? 2008, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I was... I wasn't there there, but I was in the unit. And I, I, this isn't fake, no. This is quite... If that, <laughs> I'm going to have to break this story right now, guys. I'm sorry, Canada, but Chris, I can't V. I'm sorry, I can't do it anymore. The Deerings are indeed a deep fake, uh, deep plant operation that have been going back since the mid-2000s. Yeah, they're both agents. Um, they've been at it for about 20 years. And specifically for this, they said, listen, we know there's going to be a situation in the future where there's going to be a lot of there's going to be some some dissenting some people and we know some of them are going to be military veterans so we're going to need people to go undercover in the future about 20 years from now to kind of infiltrate that organization and you know become controlled up bro so we're going to need to blow you up <laughs> and, and we're going to need all these fake men it's all you know it's it's elaborate i know i know i know there's no way anybody can see 20 years in the future but listen trust me i've i'm queuing on and i'm telling you this is this is the plan. So I'm sorry. We've been busted. V4F has been busted. We're all. It's all true. You guys. I think most of, I, at least half of Canada has schizophrenia. I would say. Just scroll through Twitter, and be like, uh, for like an hour, one straight hour. Don't don't reply. Don't just look at it. Sometimes you just gotta look at it. Well, would you look at that? Look at that. And just look at it for an hour, and and then just turn it off. Take a deep breath. Stand outside in this in the quiet. And you'll probably have the urge to just scream and then try to process how much mental illness and, you know, shocking stupidity that you've seen. I mean, it's incredible, man. We're doomed. (laughs) Like, most of these people are adults and uh, they have no no grip on reality, no understanding of anything. And are perpetually terminally on the internet. They don't have jobs. They don't do anything. And it's no wonder everything's falling apart. Let's just have a four-day work week, three-day work week. Just, just give up. Just give everything to the Chinese. They're taking. They're going to win anyway. The way this is going. Oh well. There's always. Uh, we, there's always. Calistan. <laughs> no, there's not. That will never happen. We will never allow this. All right. So veteransforfreedom.ca. Not this time. I learned. My memory, it improves. The number four, veteransforfreedom.ca. You can go there and there's a uh, a a grift, you know, <laughs> to support these guys in their uh, their endeavors and their community building and their, you know, education and, and the thing. You can go to their website and check them out. Uh, five bucks a month and you can uh, contribute to that. And know that it's going to a place that is accurately, you know, what it says it is. And it's not one of these uh, grifty veterans groups that are like, we're doing like PTSD awareness, bro. And it's like, no, you're a drinking club is what you are. You guys run around, you play perpetual fucking victim and how sad you are and have a million fucking patches all over your body and your fucking trucks and all of it. Not all wounds are visible, bro. Okay, you were a fucking logo. You were a fucking logistics officer. Uh, You were, you know... You changed radio batteries in Wainwright. You never even deployed. What do you mean? What wounds are you not? Oh, for fuck. You know, there's a lot of that also. Um, Actually, there's much more of that than the real thing. So I'm telling you, on the salt of my own pain, my own medals and all this shit, those guys are good to go. Outside of that, probably goblins. Just assume they're all goblins. 
You have to cut them. You have to cut them to see if they bleed red. If they bleed green, that's the dream. That's how it goes. If it bleeds green, that's the dream. Then that means you're free to open fire because those aren't humans. Those are goblin, goblin people. <laughs> He's encouraging violence against an alien race. I'm reporting him to the RFMA. That's the goblins. What's going on here? Where are we? No longer. Danny, the Legion as well. Yeah, the, nobody nobody in my generation has anything to do with the Legion. Like, no one. Um, there's a good reason for that. Um, it doesn't appeal to any of us. It has no connection to any of us. And it's a civilian drinking club. Almost everyone in the Legion is a civilian, pretty much. Um, some of them aren't as bad as others. Some branches are, you know, cool and have decent people in them. Many of them are basically civilian drinking clubs of people LARPing and, and buying fake medals and put them on. They put them on the right side of their chest. Otherwise, it's, you know, stolen valor if it's on the wrong. These The real ones go over here. So they put them over here to try and fool people. They wear berets and the whole thing and act like they're fucking... To this average civilian walking around, oh, the veterans from the Legion are here. No, that's just uh, that's just a guy in a costume, actually. Michael, how are you, sir? Michael the Conqueror says uh, he's thinking about getting a Harley next year and wanted your opinion on a great one. I'm not really a bike guy. I mean, I have one, but I've only ever had that one. <laughs> I've upgraded it twice. I have done minimal to no work on it myself. Uh, I pay other guys. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm not, you know, I'm not like a... You know, super intense bike guy, but I love mine. It's a it's a 2017 uh, Fat Boy that I bought when I got out of the military as a retirement present to myself for surviving. <laughs> so, to <laughs> to be oh good, I survived. I'll I know what I should do: buy a very dangerous motor vehicle that will increase my odds of death. I'm smart. I'm a smart guy. Anyway, he says, um, uh, or you got a fave? May our heavenly Father bring us all. To repentance through our Lord Christ, amen. I would go, uh, depends on what you want to do. There's like street bikes for like kind of short travel. You want some that are like real quick and fast and sleek and that kind of thing. Or do you like to do long haul uh, kind of trips? If you're A cruiser is what you want for that. They're like kind of like driving a couch. <laughs> you know, you want one of those like Road King or, or one of those uh, kinds of guys. And then you can get, they still make Dinas? I don't know. I guess I know a little bit more than nothing now that I think about it. But uh, it depends on, on what you want to do. If you've never ridden one before, I would start with that. Um you know, I got kind of a in between the the fat boy is it's the bike from uh, Terminator Two. It's got a great big fat back tire, and it was named after. Coincidentally, let's talk about this for a minute in in a second. The two atomic bombs that were dropped on on Japan, um, fat boy and little man. So they called it. Or uh, wait, is it what was it? No, it's fat man and little boy. That was those were the bombs names. So. So they made this bike to honor the United States Air Force and its mass nuclear bombing of Japanese civilians. Has a U.S. Air Force kind of styled emblem on the side. And uh, it's called the Fat Boy. <laughs> I was like, that is a really aggressive fuck you of a machine. I, I think I need that one. So that's what I got. And it's kind of like not really a, not really a street bike, but not really a cruiser either. It's kind of in between. And I, I love the fucking thing. I think it's great. So, you know, that's all I got. Uh, and he says, I've got a buddy with a road glide, and he's mocking me for wanting a trike. <laughs> yeah, no one respects those. No, it's cool, man. You can get a trike. You can... <laughs> no, you can't. No, you can't. Only if you're like 70. Are you 70? Are you 60? I think once you're over 60, I think people are like, he's old, man. Let him, you know, they assume you've had a two-wheeler, you know, for like 30 years already. And you're like, I'm just tired of it, man. You know, and they're like, I understand. You know, they, they pat you in the back, and you're like, you know. 
It's it's like the guy that still shows up to the wars. You know, he's old and he's looking got a cane, but he's like, ah, he's got one eye. He's sixty two. You know, he's not what he used to be, but he's still one of us. And God, he's tough. You know, maybe that'll maybe that'll be okay. And he says, God bless. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate it. Uh, Entropy. Jake, how are you? He says, I now understand why legions are holding drag story time. They just love grown men in costumes. That could be. That very well could be. And, like, some people are like, I can't believe they're picking on the legion. Fuck the legion. Um, they have done nothing for anybody in the entirety of my life as a soldier that I can think of. Not a single, any of my friends or any, nothing like that. Uh, they've routinely disavowed a lot of things like James Top, for example. Uh, you know, they fully support all of the current woke garbage. They're not soldiers. They're not warriors. They're not anything. It's just another stupid, defunct club full of broken, old alcoholics and civilians. That's what it is. It's not a respectable organization, in my opinion. I don't care for it. I don't wear a poppy anymore because that's what it is. You can get other things. Speaking of, veteransforfreedom.ca, they have, uh, it's like the Afghan poppy. They've designed their own, and they wear that one. Uh, because the Legion trademarked their version of it from, you know, going back to World War One, and they, like, sue people for trying to use it and stuff like that. And they, they are, you know, there's been some things, questions about what they do with their money. I've seen some questionable behavior and, and odd things. And and like I said, it's a it's a civilian drinking club more than anything, and I don't care for it, but. Uh, I don't feel like giving them money. <laughs> That's all. Considering they don't really help it do much of anything. Uh, Legion was better in the 80s. Well, of course, because you still had the World War II guys back then. You had legit guys in there. The reason they built the Legions in the first place, and they have them all over the Commonwealth, right, in the UK and whatever they're called, in Australia and the United States probably. Um, because what do you do? You, have the, you fight these massive wars. You have millions of veterans at the same time. You know, I don't remember how many Canada would have had at the end of these, but but million, two million people—that's a lot—and they're pretty traumatized, <laughs> and they're pretty different now. Uh, you don't you don't go from being like Jay Willie's, you know, Jay Williker, Billy. I think I'm gonna go sign up and do my bit. Me too, Tommy. I'm gonna stick it to those Japs, see? And then they come home and they're just like, existence is meaningless. You know, like oh. Hi, how was the war, Billy? <laughs> I heard y'all stuck it to the Japs. I watched the family burn to death. I'll be in the backyard. And then they just... <laughs> oh, so, you know, they naturally... Society kind of was like, we're just going to put you over here. Okay? We're just going to put you scary men over there now. And we're going to just hope that you go away quietly and die. And we're just going to, you know, just... Please, you know, we're scared of you and we don't want to be around you. So we're just going to, yeah. Okie doke. Once a year, we'll pretend, like we'll virtue signal and be like, oh, yay, thanks, whatever. But then we're going to go back to, okay, okay, now go back. We're, you know, ew, right? Um, and that's it. At least in Canada, that's that's basically exactly it. So, you know, hey, Legion. Yeah, that was what they were for. And now they suck. They don't even, uh, but the boys aren't there anymore, right? It's a bunch of old women and fucking old guys, and they're all just, it's retarded. They're doing, like, bake sales and shit. The old legions used to be warrior halls. It would look literally more like this fucking stupid set than it does now. 
And there would be war trophies on the walls. There would be a helmet somebody brought home from Iwo Jima. There would be some fucking sand from the beaches of France. There would be flags. There would be uniforms. There would be bayonets that had fucking blood on them and shit like that. That is fucking only certain people even get to fucking see that. I'm letting you in on some secrets. These are like warrior cultures. Like, that's legit. I'm not kidding. We have areas that we go that are our kind of sacred little halls, and there's shit like that in there. And they're like, that's the fucking, that's a piece of the thing that killed so-and-so, and and this is a fucking boot from whatever, and here's the blown-off door of a fucking, yeah? So they've got all these trophies and shit, and just memories, and just, and it's a way to process it. It's a way to, like, remember it, because you can touch these things. And you have an appreciation for them, and you can see the blood stains in the in the holes in the pants and shit like that. Here's where fucking Staff Sergeant Sonshow was shot in the leg and got hauled. And there's his fucking, you know, you're like, damn, right? Here's a picture of the whatever. And that's where the guys would collectively kind of, uh, you know, process this shit and deal with it. And they're gone now. And inside a lot of these, it's like a dance club, and they're just getting drunk and fucking. It's like, what is this? So what it was. And what it is are not the same thing at all. Not not even close. So you have an entire, you know, the war on terror generation like mine who have nowhere to go. They have no, they're excluded actually. And a lot of these guys have tried to get into these legions and they're like, um, you guys just don't, you're not acting properly. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Are the non-warriors going to tell the fucking warriors who belong to the warrior hall how to act in the warrior hall? Hey guys, get a load of this. Hey Jake, come here. You're going to want to listen to this, you know? Hey, yeah, no, just, I'll be right with you. Just hold that thought. Everybody come here. I want to hear this. All the dead guys, ghosts, you guys are actually, they're especially going to love this. Come here. You were fucking saying? Please tell me again. What were you about to say? And uh, believe it or not, they did do that. They were kicking guys out of legions and kicking them out of these these places during COVID for not following the rules. I'm, I mean, like Normandy paratroopers. Uh, Afghan veterans and, and, you know, like, yeah, you got to wear that mask on Remembrance Day, by the way. Not even just any day. Like, the day that is, like, the most painful day for any service member because it is literally fucking impossible to avoid being reminded that that's what the day is. You have to sleep through the whole thing or I don't know because it's, every you know, the virtue signaling is off the charts and it's just infuriating to look at and you're like none of these this is just it's like anything else it's like easter right it's not appreciated and treated with the same kind of reverence that it deserves it's treated like another fucking stu- like halloween or a holiday like oh yeah it's remembrance day on friday oh we better go to the liquor store a day early oh we have some people over and fucking blah 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 what and then they all throw up their decorations on their facebook profile pages for the day right Tons of fucking people do this, and they get that you. Yeah, it is. You know it is. And they go right back to it. And then they, if they ever run into any of these guys, like those guys, you know, they've probably met some in public and remarked how much of a piece of shit they thought he was, or what an asshole, and what about yeah, that guy was in Fallujah. That's why he's like that. What are you doing? Oh, buying some more pizzas. Cool. What's it like being four hundred pounds? By the way, is that hard? Is that difficult? Is it harder than being in Fallujah? I don't know. So, you know, um, just venting, just venting. A lot of veterans are, you know, 
Who else is doing it? Right? I didn't ask, and I'm not trying to be. I'm not the, the spokesman for, for veterans. I'm just one of them that actually does talk. Because I'm fucking insane. But most of them don't like to. Because it's shitty and horrible and, and gay. <laughs> you know? And, you know, I, it's... You know, it's hard to communicate. Like you have, to, I think you have to have a really high ability, the communication skill ability, to even translate some of this stuff. To like think about what somebody who has no idea what you're thinking about or talking about or what you went through is their mental state and their headspace and how they think and perceive and receive information. Compare it to yours and then figure out how you can take this, put it into that brain, and have it even be twenty percent close to the actual. You know accuracy of the thought you're having so when most people and, and I, I think i'm just good at it i just happen to be i'm good at very few things but i'm good at this other things like walking in a straight line without walking into walls um you know <laughs> paying attention while i'm driving you know i'm not very good at most things uh but this you know but but other you know regular average guy, people ask them things and they just go like it, i don't i wouldn't even begin to know where to, to how to convey it and it's so complex and disturbing and all that and they're just like plucky eyed about it and you're like it's and they just go i'm not that's why they don't talk about it that it's not like it's too horrible it was simply too horrible i could never speak of it again Nah, it's it's more like it's pointless to even try to explain it to you and it's like reliving shitty memories for your entertainment that you're not going to understand you're probably just going to think i'm insane and it, yeah, I'm just going to skip it. Yeah, I'm just going to not say anything. I think that's what most people are doing, uh, a lot of these guys. And then there's a few that are like, <laughs> don't even mention it. They'll fucking, you know, there were some situations. Anyway, there's my, no, I'll probably rant more later. I have so many of these stories. I'm just going to pick them at random, I think. Nigel says, having a no phone night, so just popping in to pay tribute to the Holy Goat. There he is. I've got his cufflinks on. Guy named Mike gave these to me. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it was. I remember his face, but I'm, you know, gave him to Morgan at the mall, and I'm just uh, kind of celebrating a little bit. <laughs> I just like I I like positive battlefield developments, you know. Oh, good. The odds have shifted in our favor. Another twenty percent. Excellent. Oh, they've made a terrible mistake. How tragic. Oh, how sad for them. Oh, they've left their supply lines unguarded. Oh, geez. That is just the worst when that happens. <clears throat> Golf one fire mission. <laughs> uh, my tomatoes. Uh, he says, one foot in front of the other, no steps back. Hashtag Phillips Gym. That's right. I want to start selling fitness stuff, too. I want to, like, not a lot. Like, we can do shirts, probably, and, like, stringers and tank tops or something. And there's a few guys that are monsters. That I can put in these and we can fucking make this look pretty good. You know? <laughs> and I want to push the dude, that's the key. That is the key to um to 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 everything. It sounds so stupid, but I think people have to almost go back to like baby like state of of I try to forget everything that I've known or met, you know, sometimes and just re re reexamine things with that basically blank slate mindset and just be like, I'm just going to pretend I don't know anything. I've never seen the shit before in my life. I'm go. And sometimes that yields interesting. Uh, you'll see things that you wouldn't have otherwise. But anyway, you know, 
it, it takes a certain amount of mental discipline and spiritual strength. You know, you have to have some kind of gusto to even want to do this at all. So it takes a, a, a certain amount to be somebody that is fit. Not just like not obese and be super over the moon that your fucking nerd guy, he's going to get the limbs out. You're going to starve to death probably. Uh, just that he's not obese is not a fucking, <laughs> it's not anything. I mean somebody who's like, oh, wow, they're in good shape. They are actively pursuing, i.e. healthy living. Like this is how every human being on earth was designed to live. That is why you have a muscular skeletal structure. They are meant to perform movements of physical variety and activity to, you know, carry you through your objectives through the day that ensure that you eat, you know, that you are safe, that you're building, you know, all of these things. And we live in a time now where it's just this. I'm just in a chair. I'm sitting down all the time. I don't have to do anything. I just look at a screen and I'm just sitting down. Did I leave my phone upstairs? I did. Shit. Hopefully nothing important happens. <laughs> Shit, did I? I have no idea. Isn't that a... Oh, uh, whatever, right? People panic when they lose their phone sometimes. I'm sure I'll find it. That was I talking about. Because I panicked because I lost my phone. Right. The fitness thing. Um, it takes a certain amount to be in shape now. It doesn't just happen normally. It's not just average because we don't work on farms anymore. We don't uh, we don't have manual labor job, hardly. I mean, it's not every other kid in school isn't. We're going to work on the fucking going to work on the docks, you know. Like that's just not. If they work at all, they work from home. They work at a desk. They work at Staples. You know, it's very sedentary. Not like the average person walking around. I would say is at like ten percent of their physical capacity. <laughs> Of what they should be able to do physically as a human, they're at like ten percent of it. They're basically disabled. I'm not. I'm not at all exaggerating. The average person I see walking around, I'm like pretty much disabled physically. Like you're so weak that I would consider you someone who's at a handicap. Like from a baseline health. Like oh, you're a healthy human. Good for you. Actually, you're down here. You have a, you have a deficiency. You have a handicap. You're crippled. That's how unhealthy you are because you've completely neglected this machine that you occupy called your body. You're occupying this machine. This is not you. This is just your body. You're just in it, right? And you've treated it like shit. You're not, you're not using it, so it's going, going to waste. So to correct this or to like be in shape, like I'm going to have to go out of my way. I'm going to have to book time and energy and money and resources to go, this is my block of the day that I just beat the shit out of myself. I do some kind of physical, you know, uh, battle of some kind. You know, guys lift weights, they hit a heavy bag, they hit a bicycle, whatever it is. But the point is to mentally, like, suffer a little bit. Not, like, <laughs> to the point of you're going to kill yourself. I mean, you're not, you don't have to be David Goggins. But it, if it's, if you're like, you know, you see, I see this a lot. Older ladies and stuff, they be got at the gym and they're leading magazines. They're, like, doing nothing, basically. I'm like, how difficult is this for you? Oh, I have a great time. It's not exercise then. <laughs> it's not anything. If you're not physically suffering a little bit, if there's not a little party that's like, hope this is over soon, you know, just a little bit. You're like, okay, this is, you know, that's all. You know, at least do that. That's something. That's a little bit. If it's not even that, you're not even doing a little bit. So there's some mental suffering involved, especially to get into like good shape. That's not something you can just do. You have to earn that. And how do you earn it? Through discipline. 
and some spiritual strength to go out of your way to say, I'm going to fucking do this. It's going to be, it's going to take a while. It's not going to be a day. It's going to be three, six, nine, 12 months. And you're going to have to be consistent about it week after week. You got to deal with your diet. There's a whole lot of shit that goes into this and you have to stick to it. Resist temptations, you know, get enough sleep, drink lots of water, eat the right food. It's not easy. So because it's not easy, not everyone can do it. And very few people even try, as you can see by looking around. So first of all, to even get in shape requires something, some some strength, some inner strength to just do that. Okay, we're working with something, right? And these people walking around that are donuts of a human, they're just walking, they're just... They're just pastries kind of, you know, warbling through the fucking street. Um, These are people that pretend like they are going to have the spiritual and mental strength to fight the fucking empire. Like when it's their time. Oh, bro, when it fucking shit goes down, bro, I'm going to, you're going to what? What are you going to do, Donut. I'm just going right. I'm going right back to NCO mode now. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, Donut? Tell me. Tell me what the fuck you're gonna do. Do two pull-ups right now. Do two pull-ups right now, which is a laughably low standard. This is something a little girl should be able to do, by the way. Do two right now. Oh my God! You can't even do one, can you? You can't even do one. You can't even do one. You don't have, so you're telling me you don't even have the mental, spiritual, inner discipline, strength, and will to to maintain your body at a basic level that isn't hilariously embarrassing, but also, just trust me, bro, when the fucking empire comes to kill your children, you will somehow summon the strength of a dragon and just save the day. You won't crumble and die immediately like a pathetic worm. This is why in warrior cultures and societies sometimes, like the Greeks, this is the cornerstone. This is the foundation. This is like learning to read. You need to learn what words are before you can read books. Maintaining your body and taking that seriously and having these mental battles every day, that is a form of, that is part of the warrior you know, ethos and mentality. And doing this can can lead to other things. But if you can't even do that, I have serious doubts about your ability to do very much else. So, you know, <laughs> think about that. When you see these talking heads and these fucking... Pol- and you just look at them and I'm like, you can't even be bothered to like take care of your body. It's not even that hard to do. That's the hilarious part. It Like, I've done hard things. Really hard things. Not as hard... Again, not as... not. 10, you know, Goggins, I've done like six though, you know, and, uh, keeping your body in shape is like 0.2. Okay. So also consider the better, the, the more, the better physical condition you're in. All of the science in the world correlates to the better mental condition you're in. You will literally think faster. You will literally gain a couple of IQ points, potentially. 
Like, hey, if I could give you a pill and you're like, would you like to be 5% smarter? That's significant. You're going to think clearer and think faster and your moods are going to be more stable, therefore making your, your overall work more efficient. The things you do, you do better than you did them before because you have more focus, more discipline, a little more energy. You're a little more focused, a little clearer, and all of those little bits, all those little inches, they all added up to, damn, you're you're doing better at everything, aren't you? Fucking now we're cooking. Now we've got something. Now, oh, you're alive now. Look at you go. Let's go. And then you can build on that. And and that those are the those are the people we should look for, and those are the people we should encourage, and those are the people that we should find and help them and build them up because that's who we need. People that have the capacity to be more and be better. And a lot of people do. They just, I don't know. I don't know if they need somebody to, to, to push them, to bully them, to encourage them, to believe in them, or to hate them and doubt them. In my case, that's what worked for me. I'm very, I'm very you know, everything's a fight to me. <laughs> but again, that's the warrior culture. Everything's a fight. I don't want to get out of bed. I'm so tired. I only slept two hours. Oh, you being a little bitch? Now I'm fighting my own mind. Oh, fuck you. Then I get up, you know. Oh, I'll show you who's a bitch. You know, that's that's everything. Every day. Man, I'm going to eat these donuts. Oh, yeah, eat them, fatty. Yeah, you could just keep walking, but you you can't even walk by donuts without eating them. <laughs> You're like a little girl. What are you, a child? What are you, 12? What are you, an 8-year-old kid? Like, oh, cookies, mom! Jesus. You're a 37-year-old man. You're a war veteran. Oh, no. Oh, go. No, eat them all. Eat five donuts. <laughs> idiot right so these are the ma- this is how i do it <laughs> so there's probably some therapist being like this is a, this is a very this is not a good this, <laughs> this is not a good mental state i'm just in perpetual war with myself are you just creating struggle yes i am creating struggles no but really you're fighting you do you do have to fight these temptations you have to fight these things uh, all over your life all the time and the better you get at that the mental discipline and the and the mental strength, the better you get at everything. That's the tr- that's how you level up as a person. That's how you get stronger. And we live in a society that wants you to yield to every fucking temptation that there is, all of them, not one or two, every one of them, all the time. It wants you to be greedy and spend money and. Want you to do drugs. Look at all the naked ladies. It's just everywhere all the time. Hey, candy. You can't even go, oh, is is this a place of commerce? Hey, look. Fucking bags of sugar in every direction as far as the eye can see. And people are like, I just can't stop eating it. Well, yeah, it's not easy. I'll I'll grant you that. I mean, there is a couple spots. There's a couple reminders. Hey, would you like fluid to drink? Are you thirsty? Can I interest you in 19 different kinds of melted sugar? Or we have water. Oh, I do like the taste of melted sugar. Have a thousand calories, fatty! Like, fuck, man. So it's, you know, there's some challenges out there. <laughs> but it's not important. You just you just say, I, I don't do that now. I, I don't know. Because I want to be this. You create an image of yourself, what you would like to be. really think about it and go, I'm going to be this person now. No, I'm going to be this one. 
I'm him now. He doesn't. He doesn't drink that. Nope. No this 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 person this guy runs twice a week and goes to the gym. <laughs> you know, maybe easier said than done for some, but uh, you know, I think there's uh, I think there's something to that. I think you really can uh, not talk yourself into things, but if you can, once you can kind of. If you, I was just talking about this the other day. Basically, I have always found that I, there has been nothing that I have not been able to do if the fall if the following conditions apply, and that is basically if I can see in like three or four steps, I can visualize it, I can see it in my head, like map it out. This and then this could happen, and then I do this, and then that, and it's realistic and it's achievable, like. It's not crazy. It's like, hey, it might be a little, but I think I could probably do, 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 do. Yep, that's what's going to happen now. And you just fucking believe that. You believe that like you believe the sun's coming up tomorrow. And you just act like that. Like, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to get that done, and then I'm going to do this, and then that. That's how you fight, man. You don't you don't go into a battle, and you know, in the back of your mind, you know that's not true, right? Anything can happen. It's life. But you have to have this kind of... Uh, fighter mindset. You don't go into a fight or, or some kind of confrontation. Go, gee, I hope I win. <laughs> you oof, because you know what the other guy's doing. I'm gonna fucking kill him. Oh jeez. Oh no. Well, well. I mean, milk is expensive. Oh. I hope. I hope Lisa's watching. If he dies, he dies. Oh. I think that was some kind of threat. <laughs> that was easy. Bring me a man. I don't like to fight children. <laughs> Calm down, Drago. He was our only hope. You make me sad. You make Drago sad. Godzilla says, I should have asked you in advance for your green light, but I'm currently working on 6 million Diagonal Empire family brand deal with the wife of the mayor of Moscow. Wish me luck. Sounds sounds um, sounds dynamic. Let, let me know how it goes. T-Money says, my main motivation for working out is to one day be a male model for the Daglin fitness calendar. Hey, we, you know, we, we got to sell these shirts. We got to sell them, you know. And, uh, you know. It's funny how this shit works, um, <laughs> how um, they market things like f- for men, right? When you're trying to, you know, you want men to buy this shit, they put fucking jacked dudes on things. And you would think like, isn't that gay? No. All of these men secretly think so on some level, if I buy this (laughs) or even if it's a shirt and it's on a guy that looks amazing and it's like i might be able to get a little bit of that rub off of that shirt maybe if i you know i mean i won't look like that but i maybe i could you know (laughs) they all secretly want to want to look like that you know so it's like it's a desire every man should want that you should all you know try to be like that's that's what the um, man. That's what the Greek statue. Man, I'm really into the Greeks lately. Uh, <laughs> the not the late stage ones with the sodomy and the in the weird. No, the early. You know what I mean. But uh, 
like the stat, the marble statues, and the Romans had these too. The the marble statues and stuff of these different, you know, men and you know, gods and warriors and things, and they were like chiseled out of marble. Like that's where the saying comes. Oh, it's chiseled, chiseled out of stone. With like, per- they were made to look like perfect, like the like the top condition of a of a that a man could be. Like this is literally the. That's it. That's ten. There's nowhere else. There's n- you cannot get better than this, and that's what it was made for to to war- to admire and look up to and inspire you to go. I'll never get that far, but even if I got halfway, when previously no statue, no culture of um, excellence and encouragement and admiration leads to sloth who doesn't give a fuck about anything. He eats cheese. He watches sports ball. He can't do a pull up. Know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, they've they've gotten rid of all this stuff. They take all that stuff away. Any any kind of, um, especially uh, masculine figure that would inspire and motivate. You no, know, that's got to go. We got to destroy that. So, there's a toxic lack of masculinity. That's a big problem, and that's uh, that's done on purpose. Fitness calendar. So that's what we need. But um, and that's what that's what bodybuilding originally was supposed to be. It in the last twenty years or so has become a spectacle of. <laughs> ridiculousness they're just it's who's the biggest guy now and it's they look ridiculous they look like a laundry bag full of meat you know they look ridiculous it, it like stretched ugh. but uh back in like the you know 70s 80s even uh they were just like you know drugged up but <laughs> it was more about trying to replicate this kind of statue like you know perfection figure kind of thing instead of just like i'm 500 pounds like oh good I've got basketballs for arms. Like, you look insane. You look like a fucking... You look like something out of Arkham Asylum. You look like Bane. It's not normal, right? You've gone... Fa- and, and women don't like it either, most of them. They're like, ah. There's a bell curve, right? Where there's like... Um, the average conservative man who is either... Uh, he's Most of them are all pot-bellied. Um, fat, you know, flabby arm, kind of just... Blah, and the average, you know, liberal is similar, but usually very thin... I don't know why. I think it's because the, the liberal women eat most of the food, so the liberal men don't get to eat, and they're just <laughs> frail. Whereas the conservative men, they do eat, but they eat a lot of garbage, and they're just... <laughs> they're, they're frail in a different way. So it starts down there, and then you start to go up to like levels of you know fitness and attraction, and eventually you reach a peak where you know the women are like, wow, holy shit. And then it starts to go, okay, uh, now you're a freak. Oh, wow, you're a psycho. You look gross. And, you know, it's the exact same with men. And the other way, right? There's like disgusting women, and then it gets to a point, and then they start doing all these surgeries, and they start doing cra- And it's like, no, you look, you know, what did you do? <laughs> you know? There's a normal range of like a healthy... And and that's what's that's what that's what people find attractive is healthy, very very fucking healthy looking people. Do you know why that is? Because their genes want to breed with those genes to create even healthier versions of themselves, to perpetuate the species and you know advance and do better. That's that's why it's made that way. That's why you don't see like a gargantuan fucking sea animal flopping around on the beach and go, wow, I must have it. You know, you go ah, like that's that's why. Your 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 fo- your body physically recoils, ha! Like it wants to run away. It doesn't want to, you know, hunt. It wants to run because it's afraid it will catch whatever is on that thing. So you know, healthy good, gross bad. 
That's that's what I'm saying. You know, stop it. No, I'm saying we have a very unhealthy society that rewards and even celebrates being a gross pile of crap. I mean, Lizzo exists. <laughs> Every once in a while, it just hits me, man. Lizzo exists. Boys, seriously. She exists. What if I show you pictures? No, no, you don't get to run away. You need to know how bad it is. You need to know what's out there. You don't even want to do a pull-up. You don't want to do a pull-up? Not even one. Do you want me to show you what's out there? You want me to show you what's going on? Have you heard of Lizzo? I'll do it. I'll do it. And, and you know there's pictures, baby. She's on magazines. Oh, yeah. Not only does she exist, she's a celebrity. (laughs) Weimar isn't coming. It's here. And you look like this. We got to smarten up, guys. Lizzo, she could eat us. The size of her! How many of us would it take to fight her off? And how many more of there is there? I'm not going to end up like that banana. I'm telling you right now. I will fucking suicide bomb myself before I end up like those fucking bananas she made those people eat. They should have been sued for printing that story. Traumatizing. Several people contacted me about it. Out of horror and disgust. Just the mere story itself. Never mind being involved. First of all. No, not first of all. She made her own workers... Skip breaks, piss their pants, fuck you, don't care, you're my slave. It's pretty bad. Then, she made them eat bananas that came from inside the cooters of hookers. Oh, and by the way, Lizzo exists. That's who did it to those people. She's powerful. She can make people... She can make people do things. And if you don't do a pull-up... I, I don't know if we're going to make it. What kind of power do you have? Because she has that. I've just decided that Lizzo, I think, is a very... She's very popular in Circulon, isn't she? I think that's like their berserker. That's like their troll, their cave troll. That's what they bring out to, like, break enemy lines and defenses. Because it's just so... It's like a cannonball. They can't get through the fucking east flag. 
Deploy the Lizzo! And it just fucking... It's like ripping the heads off of the... Ah, eating them. Snipers are putting 50 cal rounds into her. She's not even going down. She's like that thing from Lord of the Rings. Legolas is just fucking... She won't go down. It's like saving Private Ryan. Starts climbing the clock tower. Parker, get up! She's too late. Too late. Jackson! Lizzo got Jackson! I love fucking saving Private Ryan. I think I love it more with Lizzo. <laughs> Somebody recut the last fucking final battle of Saving Private Ryan, which is a fucking masterpiece of a world war. I mean, just just for the fucking man, that movie is a masterpiece of a fucking war movie anyway. I'll give it that. Holy fuck. Recut that whole battle and just just replace all of the Germans with Lizzo. <laughs> and then uh, Upham from earlier in the movie, he he lets Lizzo go. The rest of them are like, we can't leave it alive. Look at it. Oh, and he's like, no, it deserves to live. <laughs> and then later Lizzo comes back and destroys them all. And then there's Upham at the end. He finally puts her down like old yeller. And he's like, he had to learn the hard way, you know. You can't. You can't, man. I'm honestly concerned about Lizzo now. I don't know. I I mean, not, not for her. I mean, about her. That she's out there. Alive and existing. I'm just... I'm going to spend a long time tonight worried about the fact that Lizzo exists. I just... I really can't... I can't get away from it. I'm stuck on it. It's like when I discovered 9-11 was done by Israelis. I was just... What the fuck are you talking about? I couldn't get away from it. I just studied it. You know, just constantly. From every angle. Every facet of it. You know? Able danger, what the hell is this? The FBI knew about this? How can this be? You know? Just the fact that Lizzo exists is, is, is knowing that there's, you know, er, like urban moving systems exists. That was a front company for a Mossad operation that was involved in taking down the World Trade Center. Knowing that Lizzo exists is just like that. Like, it's just too horrifying to know and, and not tell people about. Like, I have to say, I have to be able to say that Lizzo exists and or... There was uh, maybe some other players involved in the old 9-11 story. <laughs> but the important thing to remember is that all I'm trying to say is that Lizzo exists. And we should all be very concerned about that. I think that's, I think that's fair. All right. <laughs> Uncle Kenny says, thanks. Rage picked up the weights. Good for you, man. And here's another thing I want to I honestly say to people. Um, Michael says I've got a buddy with a road glide and he's mocking me for wanting to try oh I read that one earlier I thought okay maybe that was an update um, oh there's one here underwater knife fighter how are you he says it's been a long time since I could catch a live rage cast take my money and add it to the war chest thank you the war chest is being uh, used now we've we're opening we're opening some operations you'll have to stay tuned and find out what they are maybe next week Week after, for sure. Probably. But, uh... You'll see. <laughs> I'm just full of surprises. Hi? Right? Oh, you know? <laughs> they love me so much. 
What was I saying a moment ago? Right. So, like, um, I was talking with somebody about this the other day, and um, she, um, it was just, I couldn't believe it. It's rare. This is rare. Where you'll find someone who's like like literally fat shaming people in a gym and like laughing at them and making fun of them. That almost never happens. Um, but I have seen it at, like on TikTok and this kind of shit before. And um, it was um, my kid's mom and I were talking about this. And she was like, I couldn't believe how mean. I mean, that's so gross and whatever. And I remember thinking like not enough people do the opposite and just tell the truth, which is two things. When if you're like look full first of all it takes a tremendous amount of courage to even do this if you're like not a little out of shape like most people are kind of eh, you know it's not but you're like really out of shape you're like pfft, you know what I mean like nightmare mode you're like 400 pounds or something and just to show up takes so much it would take a lot of courage and and like like I'm going I'm gonna do, I'm going for it like knowing you look like this right. So that's, you know, commendable on its own. I think a lot of people understand that. But two things people will do when they see you come in there or anywhere in between. You're like an out of shape person, do whatever. They're going to they're going to notice you, first of all, and then the second thing they're going to think is good for you. Every time. <laughs> Every time. I have never not thought that, and I've never met another guy or girl at a gym that is in that kind of culture world that doesn't also think exactly that. A lot of times we want to go up and high five them, but it would be weird. But it's it's like we, we want to like go. Yes, you can do it. I want to see you fucking here next year and just jacked. That'd be amazing. That would make me happy as fuck, and that would motivate me to try harder. I'd be like, you're fucking outwork because a half of a lot of this culture is who's outworking who. A lot of the bigger dude, the, like the alpha, like they're not casual gym guys. Or they're not casual. They don't casually come to the Muay Thai gym. They're there every day. You know what I mean? They're there every day. And they're like out, they're trying to compete with the other guy. It's like a, you know, mutual competition kind of thing. It's more motivating. So when there's other people in there that are really going at it, it by, you know, almost like osmosis, you work harder. That's why when I was in New Brunswick, I was training for the, uh, the Spec Ops program and I went to this gym there and it's still there, Synergy Training Center. Great fucking staff, world class. Um, the head trainer there, I met him uh, when he still worked for the for the military, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm opening my own gym, and I'm gonna fucking, yeah, I'm just gonna fuck this." Because he wanted to do all these amazing. He's like, "I want to upgrade the Canadian Forces Fitness Program." This guy's like a fucking. He, this is what he does. He's a freak show about like callous, uh, kinesiology and the whole thing, and he's a you know football player, and he just he's he's one of these guys. He's like a, a fitness nerd, you know. But also huge. So I'm like, okay, he probably knows what he's talking about. <laughs> you know? And in great shape. And he's like, got all these ideas. And they were like, no, no, we do what the army says. And it's all retard stuff from the 60s. And he's like, I can't handle this. I can't work here. My soul is dying. I'm going to start my own business. And he did. And it's uh, excellent. I went there. Very expensive, but it was worth it. And uh, there's a, a, a number of other professional athletes went there. Uh, Derek and I were just talking about a guy earlier who's, I think he's fighting again soon. If you're in New Brunswick, Brandon Brewer is fighting again, I think, in Moncton. Don't quote me on this. I think he's fighting in New Brunswick soon. And, um, yeah, he went to that gym, and he's like the uh, he's fighting for the uh, welterweight championship um, boxing. And he's won a couple of other titles and stuff. And there was some football, some, you know, football players there. And there were some MMA guys and stuff from, from around a couple of them, you know, went pro and stuff. So that's that environment. That's where you want to be. You don't want to hide. Like it's bad. It's, it seems counterintuitive. And I'm, I used to be like this, especially when I was younger, especially if there's younger people listening. Like I didn't want to go to the gym, especially on the base in Gagetown, 
because there were fucking animals in there. <laughs> I'm like 145 pounds. I look, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Millhouse then, right? Literally. I'm basically, ah, oh, I don't think I could pick that up. You know, that's basically, that was me. Somehow I lugged around a fucking machine gun overseas at like 145, 150, but you know, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. I did it, but it wasn't pretty. I was this guy. <laughs> fucking fuck. I hate this place. You know, <laughs> not really tactically. You want to, you want to come down and get a good sight picture and be like, I'm here to kill everyone. You know, you don't want to be like exhausted all the time. So I tried, I tried to work on that. I didn't want to go there. These guys are all fucking huge. They're all deadlifting four or 500 pounds. They're doing 30 pull-ups in a row with chains around their necks. It's fucking crazy in there because these are professional killers. This, this is like the fucking, you know, this is it. What did you, what did you expect? You wanted to join the infantry in wartime and you want to go live where they live. This is what they do. You know, you're like, whoa. So it's intimidating. But where are you going to learn how to do this? And where are you going to learn? Who are you going to learn it from? Do you, do you want to go? If you had a choice, this is, okay, here's a per- <laughs> I get to make fun of the Navy. Fuck yeah. Take this. Take this, Drew. <laughs> and the Air Force. Fuck all you people, too. And some of the, well, the Army gets away with pretending this, but, you know, we, a lot of them, too. So there's three different branches of the Army. There's the Army, there's the Navy, and there's the Air Force. There's an army base, meaning most or all of the units at that base are army, or it's an air force base, most or all air force, or it's a navy, or it's a port city, and so on. Sometimes there's crossover. You know, sometimes for whatever reason, you're on this base doing this thing and whatever. But let me say, there is a difference (laughs) between the Air Force gem, very nice, very clean, very state-of-the-art, oh, sparsely used. The Navy gem, Seems like it has very little to no use, and most of the equipment uh, seems to predate this entire town, actually. It seems to be from the Revolutionary War or something to that effect. But it's completely empty, you know. Nobody will bother you. Nobody even goes in there. Everything's covered in cobwebs. Um, Or you can go to the Army Gym (laughs) in, uh, you know, you can go to DDH in Petawawa, or or you can go to... Or whatever the fuck. What was the, you know, the gym, base gym in Gagetown and, well, <laughs> it's a little different experience, you know. Which one would you rather go to? You go to the fucking one with all the guys in it that are really, really good at what you want to be good at, obviously, right? You shouldn't be intimidated by that. You should be like, this, I want to be, go- I want to be like that, so how do I, well, go there where they're doing that and learn how to do that. Like I want to be a, a much better athlete. I need to get really, really strong and condition. I need. I want professional level athletic training. Where do I go? Oh, look, a professional level athletic training gym, fifteen minutes from my house. How convenient is this? <laughs> Way I go. So that's why I went there. You know, and that breeds that kind of competition breeds excellence. When you have guys that are you know trying harder and they, you know they always want to outdo each other, you're gonna try. You're always gonna try harder in that environment than you would on your own. So that's one of the reasons that you go. So I don't know. Just trying to tell people not to be scared of it because uh, it's good for you. Uh, what else? I'm just fucking explaining nonsense. How far did I get in so far? I'm just doing <laughs> two in a row. Two in a row nonsense streams, and I have all this crap. And sometimes, you know, I, I are you? What do you guys think? <laughs> I mean, I can stop. I can just stop going on about whatever and just read this crap. 
But isn't it also tiresome? <laughs> like, what are we really going to learn from any of this? What we haven't already known for years. Coming up next on Politicians Steal and Police Lie. Oh, really? Followed by illegal war crimes at nine. Mmm. Yes, good. And there's going to be new laws and right on. Anyway. Um, or we, I can just do this. Either way. Either way is good with me. I could try to make it interesting. It probably could be horrible. But. Cunning Draugr, he says, I love the meme, you can't boogaloo on light duties. <laughs> that's a good one. I've never heard that one. Uh, in my mind, says, that's why I went into custom building and construction. Keeps you in shape. I call it the frame fast diet. <laughs> Anything physical, I mean, and the other thing too is um, as the diet is really shitty these days. Like you can't just eat a general Di- like you almost have to find extracurricular ways to you need extra exercise because the f- food is so calorie dense and shit now compared to what it used to be um, but there was something else I was going to say about that and I can't remember what it is oh yeah and uh, yeah uh, Blair Cottrell said this recently and I was like that's actually I think he's right he said it's not that so many people are and there, there are there is a lot of ob- overweight you know fat people but there's also a lot of people that aren't necessarily fat they're, just, they're actually under muscled they have no musculature at all, men especially, because they just play video games all day, like the, or they don't they don't physically do anything. Anymore. Like the labor jobs have dried up. There's not a lot of that anymore. There used to be a lot more than there is now, and now everything's online, work from home, tech jobs, desk jobs, paper jobs, like driving around, driving trucks. Like it's just not there anymore. So, and if these guys don't go to the, if they don't go out of their way, like I said earlier, to build and maintain upper body strength, why why would they have any? They never use it, so it's not there. That's that's where use it or lose it comes from, uh, you know. Why do your shoulders look like that? Because I use them. You know, if you don't use them, they will go me, and they deflate. Um, what the hell was I talking about? I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? Nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared. I'm gonna go back to entropy for a second, and then we'll and then I'll I'll probably delve into the horror. I mean, there's a lot to go over. <laughs> All of this from a Legion uh, comment. Yeah, I kind of spiraled there into the Legion's, you know, warrior culture, military, you know. And, 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 you know, the V for F guys are fucking. I can hear you all the way from Ontario. <laughs> Shut up! Boo! I want my money back. It was free! You don't. Ugh. Godzilla says, I should have. Oh, I read this one. I got gotcha. you. Um, Donkey says, still working on sleep and weights, but it took. Four months to get a thirty kilometer, uh, thirty minute five k in. That's not bad, man. I saw you. You were you were posting some of those runs. It's good for you, dude. It says, look, uh, like you say, I look at people around me drinking, wasting time, and I wonder how they're justify existing. I I don't even remember what that was like. It was so long ago for me now to just be oblivious, like just consumer. I'm just going to work, and I'm going home. Then I'm watching TV. Then hockey's coming on. Then I'm gonna eat cheese. Then I'm gonna go to sleep. Then I'm gonna get up. Then I'm gonna go to work. Then I'm gonna come home. Then I'm gonna watch TV. Then the hockey's gonna come on. Then I'm gonna eat cheese. I did that for years. I, oh, and then it's like, oh, it's the weekend. Now we're going to drink until Sunday. Back to work. Gotta go to work. Gotta go home. Gotta watch TV. Like I don't. At no point were you like, is this it? Is this all we're doing? Am I done? 
no, this can't be. There's got to be more going on than this. No, there's nothing else going on. Like, that's the fucking, that's the joke. That's so funny to me that people are walking around thinking that's it. They got it all figured out. You know what's going on. You've been getting up, going to work, coming home, watching TV, eating cheese, going to sleep for 50 years. You know exactly what's going on. The same thing you've been doing every day forever. Yeah, you got it. Figured it out 50 years ago and just kept doing it. Nothing to see. Nothing going on. Never once see like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know? No pattern noticing. That's the problem. Is the noticing... It can be it can be troubling. Once you notice, I mean, first of all, sometimes when people notice, it's traumatizing. It's like it's a noticing, you know. You may not even sleep that night because of the noticing. You might have noticed so much, or maybe you just noticed a little, and it just kind of bothered you in your sleep, and then you went back to. Check on the check on what you noticed, and you're like, I noticed that I noticed it again, and then you've really noticed, and then try you, you try to forget that you noticed it all. You're like, I didn't notice that. I I must have just imagined that I noticed that. But then it you know periodically you notice it again, and you're like, I can't. I, it must be there's something going on. I have some kind of subconscious tick. But you can never escape the noticing once you noticed. Once you notice, it the notice notices you, and it follows you around. Your fates are intertwined. They're tied together. Once you notice, you cannot unnotice. There is no unnoticing the noticing. Once you've noticed, it stays noticed. There's no unnotice. That's why it's noticed. It's done. It's over. Carve it in stone. What are you going to do? Get a time machine and not notice? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of how many times I could say notice before I, I or you went crazy. Who won? He's always been crazy. Exactly. It was a trick. It's weaponized madness. I'm, it's all psychological warfare. All of it. And I'm pioneering a new form of it. I don't know what to call it. I'm going to call it uh, <laughs> philology. Philipology. I don't know. It's a mixture of black, dark, you know, power and uh, and a lot of evil and uh, war trauma and, um, you know, well, interdimensional demonic thoughts through the, through the goat figurine, really. Either way, I don't know where it's coming from, but it doesn't like you. It doesn't like you guys, the power structure. So it's, you know, it's doing what it does. I mean, I'm just the middleman. I'm just the, I'm just the conduit. Okay. I'm, you know, I, I don't, I'm probably possessed. That's my defense. Where's my Where's my lawyer? Yeah, I'm possessed. Looked at. Is there a case law for possession? Demonic possession. Well, are you a demon? You don't know. Just, yeah, just put demon. I don't think they'll. I don't know what else it would be. All right, he's gonna look it up. He doesn't think so, but he's gonna look it up. A genie. Wow, somebody tried to be a genie once. Could I be a genie? Maybe I'm a genie. I will grant you three wishes. Do they all end in death? Yep. <laughs> Aw, this is a shitty genie. Yep. <laughs> I never claimed to be good. For no reason, uh, here is this hilarious 
I remember I, when I watched this come out, Chappelle show skit, which has literally become real life. And uh, I just want to share this moment with you that we have reached levels of absurdity that used to be on TV and they were so funny because they were so absurd. That's why the Chappelle show was so good because it was so absurd. It was so funny and so absurd. You see where I'm going with this? Now, real life is literally the Chappelle show and I laugh every fucking day and I make fun of things every day and people are like, oh, you keep making fun of it because it's the Chappelle show every day. Have you, have you paid attention to anything? This is ridiculous. L- listen to this. Uh, has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on information you received from you? What are you what? saying? Uh, over the course of your career, oh, oh. has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on information you received from you? No. Absolutely not. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're good. <laughs> 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 they called him, he was like a governor or something. Asked him about stolen money. And he's like, hmm, what? Uh, uh. I don't remember. <laughs> he just gets up and runs away. That's basically what she just did. She did the same thing. I hmm, pardon. I I don't. Uh, I don't. I, I'm leaving now. Excuse me. Hey, Nancy. Just quick question. New York Times. Did you steal twenty million dollars? I'm I'm leaving now. Oh, okay. That's a great answer. That doesn't look super incriminating at all. <laughs> Make sure nobody does anything about this. Fuck. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. We're going to pay reparations. We're going to, you know, because of the genocide and all of it. And you can't. It's denialism, guys. Put True North in jail right now. They're participating in vile denialism. They're odious. They're odious dirtbags. True North, what are you doing? Writing a story about ground-penetrating radar found 200 soil disturbances which were possibly caused by septic field drainage tiles and no remains have been uncovered. That is not what... There are mass graves, sir. We have no evidence of them. There is not a single bone uncovered anywhere, to my knowledge, because I've been looking and I can't find anything. But that doesn't mean that we can't make wildly, literally baseless claims of genocide based on mass graves that has yet to be discovered. That doesn't mean we can't do that. Because this is Canada... And we declare war on people's imaginations. Okay? We can literally, we are literally the imaginarium. This is a country where you can imagine things into reality. So when you put it that way, guys, we have a pretty good shot. All right? It's going to be whoever has the strongest imagination. That's who's going to reign supreme in in Canada. That's how it works here, apparently. The imaginarium of of Dr. Philip is what the new country is going to be called. And it's just... Apparently, because they can imagine genocides into existence, and I can imagine meme countries into existence, and together they collide in civil war and martial law. And I mean, why not? No actual tangible actions taken by anyone. Everyone just starts making shit up, and society falls apart. Well, that was easy. You know, oh my God, probably wasn't very strong. Hey? No remains uncovered. That's astounding. Astounding. We might as well read the news a little bit. Do I want to do it this way? (laughs) No, I'll just do it the regular way. I I don't want to rush through this again. Ah! That was not... I wasn't supposed to hit that. (laughs) Anyway. 
Hi, Toronto. You know, festivals, diversity, good times. One person stabbed, eight others injured after Eritrean protests. Toronto Park turns violent. Can't believe that. All over the world, Eritrean protests are turning violent. It must just be because of, um, it's systemic racism. It's because, look, look, um, uh, like these, like these women here with the veils on, look, their hands, they might be, they might be white and she might be too. So they're traumatized and they're, you know what? No wonder people got stabbed. <laughs> again and again and again and again. But thankfully... We have bright, uh, bright young minds coming into this country, millions of them, and uh, they're all going to help us fix our problems because we are incapable of fixing our own problems. Canada can't fix its own problems. Listen, we need millions of people from other countries to help us do anything because we are incompetent uh, buffoons and lazy idiot retards, apparently. Um, yeah, I know. I know. We did just fine for 100 and, uh, you know, 40 some years, 30, 20 some years, something like that. But then we were like, you know what? I think we just we just need everyone else to do everything now because we don't know how. It's crazy. Um, and even, you know, so what if there's a housing crisis? That doesn't mean we still can't get millions and millions and millions of people here every year to, you know, come to where you live. As the homeless population explodes. There, I've, I've read that there is potentially upwards to 20% of Canadian mortgage holders that could uh, lose their homes in the next year because of the interest rates. That's what they estimate. When they bought the houses, the interest rates were astronomically lower than they are now. They foolishly agreed to these loans, probably three-year loans, three-year mortgages, which then have to be renegotiated at three years. And what you bought at 0.5% in 2020 is now six fucking percent in 2023 or whatever it is. And your mortgage was... Uh, maybe it was twelve hundred a month. Well, now it's four thousand dollars a month. <laughs> and there's a certain amount of people. They, they know by how much money everybody has, who's and what's what's in all the bank accounts and the general, you know, couple how many billions here, how many billions there. What what how what the wiggle room is? How long can people absorb that extra expense? And it's not very long. It's a few months tops. And they think within a year, 20% of Canadian homes will be vacated. They will have lost their homes. They won't be able to pay for them. And they will be homeless. Just think about that for a second. If you can imagine 20% of the country being home. 20% of the homeowners of the country. I don't know what home ownership rate is. I think it's high, though. A lot of these, I wonder if a lot of these, well, they're probably not seniors. Though a lot of them are probably young, young families, actually. That's even, when you think of it, because of the low interest rates, people were taking advantage of them to finally be able to, to afford to buy their first home. Because it was pretty hard. You know, people have to save up for like 15 years just to get a down payment. Back in the 70s, you could get a house for like 12 grand. <laughs> that same house now is $180,000, $200,000. Maybe not twelve, twenty-five or something, thirty thousand dollars back then, right? Paid off in five years. Now it's like, oh, we're going to do eighty-year mortgages now, are we? Just like the UK, cool. Houses cost millions of dollars. So they probably took it. You had this crazy, eye-bleedingly low lending rate. Tons of young families, young people decided they were going to buy houses, 
in, and they indebted the fuck out of them with CERB and all the rest of this, put the strain in the economy, and then just like clockwork, like a controlled demolition, they walked into the trap, which is what it was. I didn't borrow any fucking money those years. I talked about this all the time. This isn't news for the people that have been listening to me for a while. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not finance guy. Like, no, not financial advice. But this is my opinion. Look it up. Go look at it if you think I'm wrong or whatever. I was like, interest rates are going to go, they're really low. People are going to take on a lot of debt because everything's getting so expensive. They're not going to be, they're going to want to spend, uh, consumer prices are going through the roof. Gas prices are going up. All of this stuff. All these more expenses we never, you know, didn't have to use to pay for. So, you know, maybe we'll, we can take out a little bit on the house, maybe. We'll get a we'll get a bigger line of credit. You know, we'll 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 get right taking on more debt as much as they can handle. Just give it all. Give them give them all the debt, Morty. Just give them all the debt you can find, Morty. Yeah, because we want to. You know, we want to we want to get every drop out of them because they want to bleed you dry. So they give you all the debt you can handle, which is more than it's way more than you can handle. When you go to when you go to qualify, uh, you know, basically qualify for a loan for a mortgage uh, for my first house. I had $12,000 in cash. Uh, they said, you qualify for a mortgage uh, for up to like $400,000. They would have let me buy a $400,000 house with $12,000 down payment, making fifty grand a year. <laughs> what do you, who thinks that's a good idea? Let's just test the, let's just test the, my, think about, <laughs> you're making four grand a month. Your mortgage payment's going to be, Three, two, probably three grand. You know, twenty five hundred maybe. Is this a good idea? Show of hands. Who thinks this is a good idea? No. You know, uh, I bought. I think it was like one hundred sixty, one hundred seventy, something like that. The first house I bought. Uh, that probably same house now is probably six hundred thousand dollars. Like, there's no way. It's ridiculous. I, the, the down. You know, they put all this debt on everybody, and then when they pull the rug out and the interest rates go up, they this debt that you're now carrying, you, oh, you can't pay it off? Oh, are you going to have to declare bankruptcy now? I'll just go ahead and take everything you own. Thank you. And I'm going to put that right here in my pocket. Well, you can't pay me, huh? Well, what can you pay me? Let's just take all that. And you're evi- and yeah, your bye-bye house. And, the, and they didn't lose a cent. They made money on. They still own the house. The house they sold you, they never lost control of. You paid two years, three years, five, even ten years of mortgages. Bullshit. Who cares? You still got 15, 20 more to go. You still owe them like two or three hundred k. It's their house still. Bye. It all goes away, and they start over with somebody else. One house that's worth like fucking two hundred k. They could make millions of dollars on one house in a couple of years. Off of 20 years, off of multiple people. And they do. Is, is anyone aware of this? Like, we're being fucking robbed blind by parasites that do nothing. They don't do anything. Oh, I'm, I, I need all this money because I have money, so that's why I deserve more money. What the fuck is this? I, I have to live in this system just to, just to have a home to raise a family in with dignity. I have to be a fucking wage slave. You know, it's called a mortgage for a reason. Mortgage. The Latin roots of those words are death grip, mort, dead, gauge, grip, death grip. 
I'm going down to the bank to get myself into a death grip. Oh, that sounds great. Let's do that. Just to have the dignity of living in a home. People did not used to have to work this hard for a fucking home. Not anywhere near as much. But everybody wants one, don't they? So up the prices go. This is a fucking scheme. They're gonna and now now they've had jacked the interest rates. People are paying through the nose. They can't afford shit, and they're starting to lose everything. Um, I saw one. Yeah, there's this. Is this it? Such from Chris Guy, but I saw the story. Bar- Here's one. Barrie, Ontario. Woman watches mortgage payments go from twenty eight fifty to sixty two hundred. Forced to sell. Less than two years after she bought it. Just like I said. Look. Less than two years after moving in, their mortgage payments doubled. It's only going to keep going up. They might stabilize soon. They don't need to go much higher to bleed you dry. All they got to do is cut you deep enough, and then how much money you got? Can you outlast the next fucking, can you last the next eight years of these, ten years of these payment levels? Because that's what you're going to get. This isn't temporary. This isn't for a month. This is what you're going to pay now in your house for the next ten years. Can you do that? You can't? Oh, well, um, well, Morty, we're just going to have to take everything you got. And then we're going to give it to somebody else, and we're going to loan them money, and we're going to have a death grip on those people. And if they can't pay us, we get everything they got, and then we lend it to somebody else. And we just do this forever instead of having a job, instead of doing anything. They don't produce anything. They don't provide anything. You're just this fucking pointless middleman. Excuse me. Why? What? Can't, is this is necessary? Oh, yep. You gotta have the bank. Why? Did we always have these? People get shot for asking these questions. Did we always have these? You should look into that. You should really look into that. You want to talk about a grift? Right? People calling other people grifters like, you don't even know what a fucking grift is. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Your life is a grift, you stupid bastard. Do you even know that? Do you even understand? Are you even remotely aware that you exist to be milked like a cow? That's that's one, I swear to God, that is 100% the truth. Everything around you is set up to get shit from you. From you, not give it to you. Everything is to take from you. And it'll entice you to do more things so it can get more shit from you. And use your convert your life force, your energy, your years, your youth, your efforts. What does it get converted to in the end? Shit for other people, for rich people. That's what that's what they get out of you. And you don't and they don't have to do anything. They don't have to do anything. You do all you do it all. You do all the work. We get a cut of your money for, for just cuz you exist. The end. You know like the mafia. And you do it every ta- you're taxed and fined and levied at every turn. Every stop, every show, every store, every bridge, every toll, every payment, every purchase, every gas pump, every grocery store run, every movie theater ticket, every boat ride, everything you do, there they are. Just like the meme. Excuse me. And everyone goes, they're on their phone going, oh, these grifters. You're... Like, that's the system we're against, and you're 
attacking us while we fight that. Like I, it's it's difficult to um, really articulate how much I hate you. <laughs> how how little respect I have for you. I don't even really consider those. They're they're not even really people to me. You can't even think. Like you've demonstrated that you can't think. You can't think. Your brain doesn't work. Do you have one? Do you have one? You're you're so fucking dumb. And so outside the realm of where... I don't even think we're the same species. I refuse to believe we're the same when you're this fucking dumb and you can't see these things going on right in front of you. You can't see what's right in front of you. You refuse to. Or you're just a coward, which is most of the time. That is the case most of the time. The truth is most people are smart enough to figure out what's going on. A lot of them probably have an instinct to it and have some kind of subconscious worry and fear. A lot of... Hey! You want to fucking tell me I'm wrong? How many of you stupid fucks out there are on anxiety medication right now? Antidepressants, SSRIs, how many? Most of you, right? Why is that? Is life hard? Does it feel unfair? Feel like you're kind of being crushed under the gears of giant machines you can't possibly comprehend and understand? Because you are! Rather than... Even even investigate it, even try to imagine, and using these these insanely hilarious imaginations these fucking people have, the conspiracy theories these people have, instead of using that to actually apply it to, let's try to understand what's actually going on instead of wild, insane fantasies. Nope. It's too scary. It's too scary for them. They'd rather just attack the people making noise and then hope that the machine doesn't target them, is what they're trying to do. They're so scared of it. There's the people that just stay out of it. And there's the people that quietly sympathize one side or the other. And then there's those ones. They're they're so in love with the whole thing that they're attacking the people that try to harm it, that try to free them from their, their prison. They're attacking the people trying to bust them out. That's how much they love it there. They love it. They're not, listen, they're not enslaved they're not like they love it in there this is their shit and they want to please the fucking they want to please the machine they want to make it happy they want to, they want to be that little thing that little thing you pet on the head they want to be that Effie Alti's character from 300 they want to do that they don't care they'll sell everybody out just pet me master tell me I'm a good doggy I wonder if these people understand that they are caricaturized in popular lore to eternity. Like, that's that's who these people are. Like those sniveling cowards that side with the enemy because they're just pathetic and weak. Like, there's... And, like, Ephialtes is one of those examples. That's you. <laughs> that's literally you, man. You're on the side of the government, the state, the police, the media, the big money, the banks, the war criminals, the pharmaceutical companies, the energy industry, all of that stuff. You're on all of this. And you're sniveling up to these billionaires like, there they are, master. (laughs) And you're like, I'm the resistance. Bro, dude. Nope. Sorry. You're Effie you're, you're a fucking sniveling coward goblin. And, uh, you know, 
And they're in denial about it too. They can't admit this. They could never, because that would require the maturity and strength of character to take an honest look at themselves and really ask the hard questions about what they're doing. And that requires, you know, maturity and strength and spiritual fortitude. They don't have those things. They're goblins. They don't have a soul. So they can't do it. So they stay in this perpetual childlike trance of, you know, thinking they're bashing the fash. And they, they, they live on Twitter all day long and they go out in the streets and yell at people with some sign they made at home. And they, we got to protect trans kids. Like they don't even know what they're doing anymore. They don't even know what they're talking about. It's all gobbledygook nonsense. They're fucked in the head. And you just, you just watch and laugh. Like, what do you, you know? It's like that that that's that portion of society has always existed and always will exist. Like that gross, dirty pocket of crazy people that contribute nothing. They're perpetually insane and spinning around and seeing faces in the clouds and screaming at people. You know what I mean? Like they're just... Ugh. Lately they've gotten... You know, there's a lot more of them than there used to be. But, you know, we've got crazy people. I think we need to bring back sanitariums. That's a problem. We used to have places for these people. They were called madhouses. And we'd lock them up in inhumane conditions where we wouldn't have to look at them. And we'd all pretend they were being looked after, but they were being abused. And none of us really cared about it because we were like, whatever. (laughs) That's not, yes, it is true. Shut up. (laughs) Uh, Where's my, all right. Uh, Merck, it says, picking heavy things up and putting them down. We must suffer to bask. We must suffer to bask in the eternal glory of being a better version of yourself. Nothing comes easy, as they say. That's another saying, right? That that means something. It doesn't mean anything you want that's desirable, that's of value. Other people want that too. Therefore, there will be a competition for it. At a minimum of one person. <laughs> Maybe all kinds of other people. Maybe you're competing against yourself and your inner desire or will to not do it, to be lazy or weak. Or maybe you're competing with other people for a job, whatever it is. But anything of value that you want is going to come with a price tag. And when I see lots of like just lazy sloth people, that, that shows to me that they're not willing to pay a price for anything. They want to do everything the convenient, easy sloth way, and that's why they look like that. It's not, it's not a fucking, it's a genetic condition. That's like one in every fucking, it, it's so rare. It's like, no, it's so rare. It's like, I got eaten by a dinosaur. That's so rare. I got abducted by aliens. No, legitimately, seriously, it does seem to be a case where someone was abducted by aliens. That's how rare that condition is. So stop it. Oh, no, my cufflinks fell out. Or I didn't, I didn't just, I didn't put it in properly. What a schmuck. Michael's going to be so disappointed. <laughs> there we go. Anyway, as I was saying, something about dinosaurs. <laughs> um... Yeah, so you're gonna have to. It's gonna it's gonna cost you something. So what do you think that means? Do you think if it's it's not gonna be money? It has it's gonna cost you physical effort, strain, suffering, sacrifice, like that shitty feeling called work. That's what a lot of adults used to call work, hard work. That's what it means. It's a feeling. It's a process. It's a you know, it's work. You're not like yay. You're not doing a musical while you're doing it. You're just grinding away. What are you doing? I'm working. Working away. All right, good for you. Yep, still working away. Still working on that, are you? Yeah, I'm still working on it. What are you working on? Oh, you're working on that. I'm working on this. How's your work going? Oh, it's working. (laughs) I was just there working, and then I started noticing. I was noticing and working and working and noticing. (laughs) 
I'm just grateful we get to live in an absurd reality, you know? You couldn't do this. You couldn't do this in like World War II. Like there's not really much funny shit going on, you know? You couldn't really mock any aspect of World War II at the time, like while you were living in it. But guess what? An entire city got destroyed today. <laughs> Gay. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what? Wasn't a lot of and this is like how how did the how did the world go to hell again? Rain rainbow clad homosexual what? Women with dicks? What are you talking about? I thought the Chinese were going to take it. They didn't. They drowned. What do you mean they drowned? All the Chinese drowned? How did all of... There was a billion of them. There's like multiple Chinese cities underwater right now. It's like tens of thousands of people, maybe dead. It's a huge disaster. Nobody's talking about it. We played it on the stream like a week ago. They had this massive flood. Like Beijing is destroyed. I think it's this. I think the city's destroyed. I, I don't. It appears to be a quite a de- desperate situation. Like a lot of people are stranded. Like there's cars just floating down the street still. They can't get food. I mean, it's over. So I don't know if they're going to be. They might be busy for a while. <laughs> you know. It's weird in those countries because uh, the internet and everything, the information so tightly controlled, you never really know what's going on over there. You just have to guess. Tenacious V says, you don't get better on the days when you feel like going. You get better on the days when you don't want to go, but you go anyway. That's right. That's what discipline's called. When you when you know you have to do something or you want to do something, you plan to do something, but you feel like, oh, I don't really feel like fucking doing that right now. You do it anyway. That's because it's discipline. And that is where you gain strength and, and uh, focus from. Uh he says, overcome the negative energy coming from your tired body. Go train. Yes. Do something. Do work. <laughs> and notice. Notice how much you're working and then work to notice. That's what we say here. That's what we've always, that's what we say here every day. Right, Quick Dub? Work to notice and notice to work, or whatever I said earlier, a minute ago, that came out way better and now I don't remember what it was. Right? Somebody go back and write that down for me. work to know that doesn't even make sense never mind abandoned ship abandoned ship um i don't even know if i'll get to the wrong kid dad (laughs) that would be like the third fucking stream in a row but (laughs) whatever hang on um let's see Donkey says, respect to the fitness calendar idea, but we do also need a beard calendar. Yeah, I know. I missed that. I, I could always grow it back. I just I just look 60, you know? <laughs> he says, uh, RIP your beard. Your face is almost as smooth as... Don't even... Nope. No, it isn't. Why would you think those are smooth legs? There's been a lot of activity in that area, sir. A lot of friction, okay? A lot of movement. A lot of fluids. Right? You know, the Grand Canyon was formed. Great gushings of of fluids carved its path through the canyons. Gushings of fluids, sir. And friction. And it's not smooth. It's a, it's a, (laughs) 
I did. It's a fucking, it's commercial time. Welcome to the Shop, the one-stop shop for bigots and bigettes. Get your hot dag swag here, including the official Diagalon commemorative ring. Leave an imprint on someone's life or someone's face by going to the Shop today. Also available, the official flag of the Republic of Diagalon. Show your support, scare your neighbors, or troll your government with this odious symbol. To be quite honest, I actually had a blast. I will not apologize for that. I had a blast and I will do it again. New t-shirt and merch designs will be made available in the future. Don't miss out. Go to the Shop today. You will never get this. You will never get this. As we were saying, or, or rather not saying, we're moving on. Scotian lady says a local jacked dag came to a civic event and made it a, made a huge difference. Another local jacked dag ripped off 20 pull-ups at the park after running up about 200 steps at top speed. Uh, you bring higher standards and set the integrity bar way out of circuit reach. What's a... Okay, I don't know what she's talking. You're, you're being silly. Um, Dark Lord, they, them, see He's getting... I don't know. What are you doing? Are you trying to infiltrate? I think he's trying to infiltrate. He's infiltrating Circulon. He says, hello, Jeremy. Ominous style. Don't! <sighs> Don't do it. Mr. Bullock, the reduced testosterone levels are a direct result of lower body mass and strength. I think that's I think that's what it is. Because I I refuse to believe that it's just lowering on its own because we're being poisoned and there's nothing we can do about it. That's a cucked attitude anyway. And if that is the is the case, you should fight on anyway. You should always fight on anyway. Because when you die, that's the end. That's it. That's that's the end of your life story, of that particular set of DNA, going back. Fucking, who knows. A hundred thousand years, maybe two hundred thousand. We have no idea. So, if you're in a situation where it's like, man, it looks like this isn't going to go very well, to just roll over after everything that had to be endured and overcome and beaten and conquered for you to be here and have this opportunity at life, this short, brief, you know, few decades you get to be here, you wind up in this kind of situation. You wind up in a righteous fight against a truly evil enemy, and you look at it and you go, I'll just roll over and die. I think I'll just die here. I'll just surrender. Don't you feel shame? Like, what would your... (laughs) What would your grandfathers and great-grandfathers and grandmothers and great... What would they think? Because sometimes... And this is why I don't, you know... Especially presidents and stuff and and leaders. All of these psycho leaders we have, most of them don't have kids, by the way. Most sane, normal, healthy people, they think about their kids and like what their what their kids' lives will be like, what they could be like, what they're... Maybe they'll have their... Hopefully they'll have their own children. You'll have grandchildren. They'll be fucking wild. They'll be whack. And then you just, you know, it just carries on. Imagine like, yeah, here's what they turned out to do. I'm just going to eat cheese and masturbate and surrender and be a fucking pathetic waste of life. And you'd be like, huh, well, I guess I didn't need to do any of that. I could have just, never mind. All of this sacrifice, you know, for my, to keep my family going and do it. I guess it was pointless because it ended with that. That was the last round. 
Like, that's the last round of the fight that is your family story. Was you eating cheese, masturbating, and just giving up and having a heart attack at 58? Huh. Inspiring. Statue-worthy, you know? And it's not fake motivation, so fuck Jordan Peterson. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with having that. There's nothing wrong with having a pride and a and a love and an admiration for what your ancestors have done, which are you know doesn't mean thousands of years ago. It means literally your fucking mother and father and their mothers and fathers and theirs and so on. These are real people that exist in your life. They're part of you. You're part of the same unbroken chain of life. What the fuck are you talking about? You have no connection or claim to any of that. That literally is you on a metaphysical level. Down to your DNA and your mitochondria. If they could, they could, meaning that if they could achieve and do those things, why can't I? I'm made out of literally the exact same material. I'm the same thing. I came from them. And that's a real thing. And that's real. That's a real thing to consider and motivate. Like, I remember these people. I remember my grandfathers and so on. And it's like, I liked it when they were around and I would have liked to, you know, have their advice on things and talk to them about things. And I would like to have, you know, had them here to see what's transpired and, and get their takes and opinions on it. And hope and hopefully they're, they can be proud of the kind of per, the, the way I'm trying to live my life. When you think of your life in those terms, that's, that's how you're, that's where I'm going. That's the kind of fucking cadence I'm marching to. You're not going to be, what are you going to do? You're going to play video games all day? No, probably not. So that's, that's where this leads. It's a very insidious, subversive, damn it, destructive mindset to be like, you have no claim and attachment to anything that ever came before you. All of this shit was just here, has nothing to do with you. You're a toxic fucking colonizer and fucking, you can't have pride in anything. You're a piece of shit. Fuck you. That is the word that is so destructive and malevolent. Shame on anyone that would say that to anyone else. You're depriving them of their own history. That is, that should be criminal. That feels criminal to me. That's like that. That is like stealing a child, moving it to another part of the world, and just raising it there, and being like, "Yo, no, you're from here. You were always from here. You have no idea." And then you discover one day, at like 39 years old, actually, your name was Daniel, <laughs> and you ended up. You came from these. These are your real parents. This is your real family. Wouldn't you be fucking furious? I think most people, their blood jumps up a couple degrees and the heart rate increases. You know, they start to get quite angry when they realize that someone's trying to take their heritage away from them. That makes them very angry because they're taking away part of their own family. They're attacking the roots of the tree that is their own existence. You're cutting up the roots of my own family tree and telling me to stop screaming about it. I'm the fucking tree you're cutting down. And when you hack at the roots, you say, shut up. Now you have a decision to make. Do you shut up or are you going to fight back? Because you're being attacked. Not maybe. It's not on the way over. They're cutting the roots up right in front of you. To weaken you. So the tree dies. 
That's the game. Or, hey, you can call people grifters and live perpetually on the internet and eat cheese and beat off all day and do that. Or you can do that. Good for you. Have fun with your fucking... That's quite a legacy you've lived there. I bet your kids will be proud of that. What was your dad like? He made a lot of fucking... He collected a lot of action figures. Amazing. You know, listen, son. See, that's the kind of de- that's that's the kind of role model you want. See, when you're in in a bad place someday in your life, and you really, you know, it, it's really, you know, you're you're struggling with. Is it worth being alive? Because everybody dies sooner or later, and I could just choose to not continue. I could just be like, that's enough for me. When you end up in a place like this, what's really important is to have male role model figures that once upon a time were really good at collecting action figures. That's something to look that's that's gonna that's really gonna inspire you to pull yourself out of that hole. Oh, and 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 my uncle had so many Call of Duty achievements. He he had like all the platinum trophies on the Xbox. So I guess if he can do that, I can survive cancer. I guess if they could do that, I, I I can survive a fucking genocidal regime. This is the kind of future your children may inherit, the way fucking things are going. And what kind of uh, roadmap are you leaving for them if this doesn't get resolved by the time we're, we age out of here? This isn't going to be over tomorrow. This could be 30, 40 years of a fucking continually escalating nightmare. Read a book, and at that time, you know, what? What? Where are you going to find yourself? Completely caught, unaware, and totally oblivious. Duh! Your kids even worse off. You don't know what the fuck's going on. They have even less of an idea. You didn't tell them anything. You didn't prepare them for anything. You lived a life of sloth and consumerism and material things, and wasted your time. And you lived on screens, and you, you know cheered on the fucking government when they beat people in the streets because they didn't like what they were saying. That's what you did. How proud are your fucking grandparents? <laughs> you know? I think I think that deserves a toast. But what? But which? I'm going to go to my old beer chugging playlist here. Let's see. <laughs> oh, I'm just running out of time now. Whatever. Oh my god, come on, iTunes. It's gonna be like this, is it? It's gonna be one of these days. That's okay. Fine. It's not gonna cooperate. You're just going to make me angry. It's just going to make for better content, probably. Hopefully. You know? <laughs> I guess we'll get the, get the old school one. Let me, I'll, I'll go for the rest of these, but while it decides to calm itself down. Bullock says, never a good idea to broadcast mistakes. The enemy is well aware. Zero sum. Uh, Bullock uh, gives me some slashes. Dark Lord, they, them. People should torch their homes before it's repoed. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I think a lot of people have no idea. They're not tracking at all. And they're, they're literally being caught off guard by this stuff that they a lot of people have seen coming. Like, we're, we're not being quiet about it. And they chose to believe the current thing. And they chose to live in the bubble. And they chose to be too afraid to examine. And now they're starting to feel the consequences of not paying attention. 
And that's going to shake people into a different state of mind, which is what the fuck is going on around here? Great. Good. Now we're working with something. Unfortunately, this is how it's going to have to go. People have to get hurt before they want to pay attention. I lost my house. Yeah, how'd that happen? I don't know. You should find out. Alex Wood says, yo, you saw our PM went to the cinema recently. Yeah, I don't care about any of that. Just imagine this. You go one night and at the start of the film, you realize it's Justin sitting in front of you. What do you do? Personally, I think I'd be kicking his seat the whole movie. I would never go see a Barbie movie, so that would never happen. And I don't care what any of these losers do. They don't matter. They literally don't matter. They're just interchangeable. They're like light bulbs of different colors. Ooh, look, a blue one. It does the same thing as the other one. Increase the fucking nonsense. Steal more money. Advance other people's agendas. They're just managers. It's like the shift manager at a McDonald's, dude. Did you see what the shift manager... I don't care. Who cares? Nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared. Nobody should care. They should care more about... How do we minimize their influence and power to the point that they have none? That's what we should be doing. Not fucking... Uh, Jenstein says they want to bring back masks and boosters. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. I hope they do. Let's do it. Let's see what happens. He says, fuck you, make me. Cheers, brother. Thanks again for the weekly therapy. Your wish is my command, sir. Bad Grandpa, thank you very much. He says the solution is clear. Uh, is clear. Wait. The solution is clear. Camps. <laughs> is it? He wants Bad Grandpa, this is a crazy solution. And I don't know. I mean, you keep talking about stuff. But every once in a while, there is a certain... Nostalgia to it. <laughs> hey, I mean, people are starting to get an open mind about things. <laughs> Phil, what do you think? This is up your alley. Hey, yeah, he's like, he's in. Phil's in. This is Phil's old pals, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> he escaped through the rat lines in Argentina. The uh, government has just never sought fit to go after him wasn't worth it too many casualties they said that's what it would be <laughs> uh your favorite karen says if you were growing the beard give me a heads up so i can get the chia beard going to see whose grows faster hilarious starting now no i'll i'll let you know we'll we'll announce a date and time someday in the future jenstein says we missed you crj well yeah he's he's up to some terrorism he looks like he's getting ready Gilmore is triggered. Probably, right? That's all it takes. It's literally all it takes. And people get, like, worried. Like, you can't play that song. I'm like, do you hear yourself? What? No, honestly, do you hear Do you hear what you just said? You said you can't play that song. Why? What will happen if I play a song? <laughs> does it Does it summon a monster? Does it summon a golem? Like, what, what happens? Pretty sure it's just people playing instruments and singing. Uh, I don't. I don't think anything will happen. I think you'll be fine. Um, you do you know you're hysterical, or do you just? <laughs> they don't even realize they're a joke. It, it's it's so like. Again, you have to laugh. The absurdity of it. Like we could be in a situation where instead of this, it's like uh. Oh geez, like people are passing like secret communications because they've outlawed they're so serious they've outlawed basically all forms of communication we have like underground networks of people passing handwritten letters and, stuff. and if you get caught they fucking shoot you dead on sight 
It's very dark, very terrifying. There's German shepherds everywhere on leashes. It's just terrifying. There's drones flying around. No, we have this. We have hysterical women seeing Hitler in their milk toes, in their in their fucking cereal. Maybe they should. <laughs> I mean, come on. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll just, yeah. The Imaginarium. I like ridiculous enemies. It's more fun. Slicky Ricky says, thanks for touching my special spots. You're, you're welcome. Uh, he says, BC's watching. That's what I'm afraid of. BC kind of freaks me out. I'm not going to lie. It seems unstable. <laughs> it seems It seems like BC is like just precariously held together. I can't say why. But I look at it and I'm like, I I don't know. It feels like something cataclysmic. <laughs> just, just ready to blow at any time. A lot of different uh, groups of people at each other's throats and everything's really expensive. There's also a mix of really rich douchebags. You've got a huge amount of poor, drugged out, fucking crazy people. And it's like, there's just a lot going on here. You know, the the hills are literally... So if you're from the United States and you're like, hey, y'all got any of them like West Virginian hills or like Appalachian crazy people that live up in the mountains with a whole piles of guns? Yeah, that's the BC of Interior. That's where that is here. Uh, so they're, they're, they're there too. BC is a lot going on. And that's the only province I haven't been to. Maybe that's why. I feel like it's just... This, I'm overwhelmed. The trees are huge, I've, I've heard. I don't know why that is. I think they were too big to cut down. The trees were so chad in British Columbia that we're like, no! shall dare cut me down they just became enormous you would need hundreds of men with thousands of axes because the axe heads would be worn down and you need another axe just to take down one tree (laughs) in amongst that forest is a bunch of heavily armed you know people that don't like taxes you know what I mean I'm basing, and I'm basing this. Am I right? Who's from BC? How far off am I? Rumble's got the biggest audience right now. Where am I? Huh? What's going on, BC? Yeah, they have glory holes there in the city anyway. I just go off the podcast download stats, and it's like uh, the most are in Ontario, but that's where the most people are. But per capita, it's most popular in Alberta, but right next to it. Just behind the per capita downloads of Alberta is interior British Columbia, strangely. So I'm like, okay, oh, interesting. Oh, that's who's living out there in the hills there. Oh, all right, okay. Well, you know, I can work with that. That's all right. And that's why Diagalon has the demilitarized zone. We just, we're just going to build a wall around the city. CRJ and Cam are going to keep an eye on it. And by keep an eye on it, I mean periodically lob uh, fireballs into the into the perimeter just to keep keep the hordes away. They don't like fire. They don't like light. So we just... If they ever burst through the demilitarized zone, that's, that's why Cam and CRJ are there. That's why they have the towers. And they yell. It's because they have to light the beacons of Gondor. They have to light the beacons and they go all the way across the mountains just like in Lord of the Rings. Down through the prairies just like in Lord of the Rings. All of that. That's to let us know that the hordes have broken through. Have broken broken through. And then uh you know, and then it's up to CRJ to just do what he's gonna do. And I think he's gonna just Yeah. He's waited a long time for this. 
Don't take this away from him. He's really... At least he's being classy about it. He's all dressed up. You asked for this. We couldn't... You didn't even object to the border wall. We agreed. If the horn gets loose, all bets are off. That was the deal. So now there's going to be... Just look over there, kids. Just look over... <laughs> it's the horde, all right? We got we to gotta do what you got to do. What if they infect other areas, you know? They could. They could get loose. Uh, Got to do this one. I, okay, I don't know what order these go in. I think they go left to right. Yeah, they must on, on, on Odyssey. I'm still learning. Ryan says, money for them modern day dissenter expenses. Thank you, sir. And you guys are, you're, you're funding my, my, my continued battle here where it's, uh, there are some things I don't mind spending money on. You know what I mean? And, uh, that's where it goes. I don't have anything else to do. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't buy anything. I don't really do, you know, pay my bills for my house and my kids and your, your mom and, uh, you know, my truck is seven years old and uh, I don't know. <laughs> so they just give it to me and I go, oh, hey, can we can we do damage with this? We can. Oh, here you go. <laughs> Take it and go. You know. Um, What else? He says there is ample jurisprudence for the complete dismissal of what uh, is called odious debt. Anyone listening should look up past court cases, mostly all before 1900, but judges used to just wipe away anything that was considered odious without second thinking it. Wow, really? Man, they fucking got us good. Dude, look up the Federal Reserve Act, too, if you uh, skip the whole Titanic conspiracy. I mean, that's interesting, but it's just going to distract you from the important part is that um, the United States was taken over in a coup uh, when Woodrow Wilson was president by a bunch of banking scum. By a bunch of scumbag uh, criminals who then, you know, became America then became uh, beholden to the banks because it, uh, you know, that's where you get the money, and whoever makes the money gets to call up. You know, hey, don't blame me. Rothschild said it. <laughs> is he wrong? Where is the lie? Um, what was I just reading? Uh, he says, uh, "Oh, this is the last one. Uh, last thought." And with a big enough crowd outside the courthouse, you can revive those old odious debt judgments. Know what I mean? The uh, the actual power that large numbers of unified people have is enormous. It's very uh, powerful, as we've seen in Ottawa. Right? That nearly that really fucked them up, dude. I'm gonna play that clip again at the end. I dug it out again. I drop it every once in a while, every six months or so, every year. I just want people to remember that, like, it, you know. That's why you make these memories of struggle and triumph and stuff, because it, it also, it does two things. It's, you know, it's awesome at the time, but it also serves as a reminder of what's possible and what you're capable of. Something that didn't, ha- didn't, there was, there was. Once upon a time in January, a bunch of really depressed, afraid, scared people staring down the barrel of, well, I guess we're just going to force everybody to get vaccinated, probably at gunpoint or something. Maybe we're going to have to maybe put them in camps. Or These were things the government was openly discussing in Canada, if you don't remember. What do we do with these people? They're taking up too much space. Should we, do, should we put them in camps? Should we quarantine them? Should, I don't know. Like Maybe we should 
This is these were just this was just what was being talked about on TV on a daily basis. And then everybody was like, "Fuck, fuck this, fuck you." And it uh, may not be obvious, but that did a significant amount of damage. And the lawsuits and the everything making its way through the courts now, and the public image and the reputation, the 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 bullshit and the two faced liars and the, the, all the stuff that was exposed, the amount of damage that that did is a it was significant. So it's like uh, you know, it's like that scene from Three Hundred. You know, maybe he didn't win, but even a god king can bleed. You know, play that later. Weed is good, Ghost Rider says. Well, whatever helps you, sir. Uh, Jenstein says uh, Kamloops area is my homeland, sir. Good people. Is that is that part of the uh, Canadian Appalachians of death? <laughs> well, what is that? There's a notification. I don't even. I don't even use uh, Twitch hardly ever. What are we talking about? I've gone completely off topic on a million different things, and I got through all these super chats, and I, it doesn't really matter, does it? We're all just here because we hate everything. <laughs> we're all just here because we're fucking sick and tired of the bullshit. Let's be honest. We're just here to listen to somebody yell about it. So you're like, "Thank you." Yes. Gay. I know. All right. Now I can sleep. You know. Oh boy, and is there a lot though? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's quite a lot. And we got uh we're getting close. Let's oh. This is good. I've talked about this a lot, and now it's starting to be conv- once again. Put it in the book. Put it in the book of Oh, I guess he was telling the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is starting to hit now. Satellites are tracking the graveyards being used by the Ukrainians to bury their dead. In the seven largest cemeteries alone, 123,000 new graves have been counted. Slava! Remember remember when all of you fucking idiots were out Slava-ing? And I said, you're just going to get massive scores of people killed that have absolutely no chance of success? That's exactly what happened. And I was entirely right. Overall, the number of new graves approaches 400,000, it is estimated. I said 500,000. It's in that ballpark. It's around, And that 500,000 dead is, is like, that was the casualties of the United States on both fronts of World War II, fighting two different superpower countries. Well, actually, Germany wasn't a superpower, neither was Japan. But regardless, like, established industrialized like similar to fighting russia in five years and it we're on or even on year two yet can you understand the scale of death that you're supporting this is literally just a massive human slaughter for absolutely no reason whatsoever and you're just blindly slaughter like you're that person that's you you fucking son of a bitch that when we were kids Remember when we were little kids, 14 even, and they start teaching about World War One, and you're seeing these scenes of just mass human waves of guys getting gunned down, and you're like, this is so stupid. And they just take turns gunning each other down. Like, this seems so, like, such an egregious loss of life for no reason. Like, this is this is madness. If, if there was a manifestation of organized human insanity, it was that. It was that. And there were people cheering it on, and you're just like, you motherfucker. 
people that were doing that. And here we are today, and people have to slava, and they're doing exactly that, and they wonder why I hate them. 400,000 killed, 2 million wounded, disabled. 2 million. 2 fucking million. What's the population of Ukraine? What was it, 26 million people? Right? Something like that. So two and a half million, mostly men of fighting age, two and a half million of the, you know, prime Ukrainian, you know, genetic pool, dead, gone. Like you, you basically killed the nation of Ukraine. There's no men left that can fight. The rest are fucking 60 years old or they're 10 years old. Everybody that can hold a gun, well, according to the map, they're in the ground or they're sitting around somewhere missing body parts. Two and a half million, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? Where, where's your team? Oh, the six million. Oh, we're almost halfway there. Look at this. In half the time, too. Right? Where's your fucking outrage at the, at the, at the senseless slaughter of, you know... Not even trying to make peace. This is Canada, by the way. Not even trying to make, like, we're all, oh, we're the we're the peace, you know, we're the country of, uh, that used to be what we had. We had a little, not a big military, really, but we would help, we would show up and fight. But really what we brought to the table was more of a kind of a, you know, adult perspective, at, uh, you know, at times. And, you know, let's sensibly, like, we don't need to be fucking killing each other over this. This is silly. Now we're just like, fucking mass murder! Canadians used to pride themselves on that. I didn't, you know, I don't know. I'm still kind of ambivalent how I feel about it. I think, I don't know. But a lot of people were proud of it. A lot of people were very proud of the image of the Canadian peacekeeper, of the of the guy that shows up and goes, we don't need to kill each other today. This isn't necessary. Nobody needs to die over this. Right? And oftentimes, that's true. Oftentimes, that's true. Canadians tended to think that's always the case. You know, which isn't true. Sometimes somebody does have to die, unfortunately. But not all the time. And that's a, that's a noble thing to do. That is a righteous thing to be. To be the, be, to be the cool head in the room that, that, you know, shoots a gun in the air and everybody stops and goes, and goes listen, this is, nobody's got to die today, right? And, and we went from that to Slava, let's fill a graveyard that's fucking 20 miles long. Canada is back. Is it? Is it though? Is Canada back? Does this look like? Uh, does this look like our handiwork? Is this something we would take part in, or what? And you can't even. It is a righteous war defending Russian aggression. No, it was NATO aggression. The Russian borders haven't moved. In fact, they've receded dramatically, and you've just crept right up to their doorstep and threatened them with uh, nuclear weapons. So they responded like this uh, as you would imagine as any one sensible person would be like well yeah it's like you kicked in someone's door to their house and they started fighting you to the death and you're like oh my god fucking like so aggressive like you've oh well yeah that's what you would expect to happen if i was a burglar and i like broke into someone's house and saw a guy there i'd be like "Uh oh like he's probably gonna shoot me or kill me or something now right pretty pretty big uh, violation of his you know, personal space, life, safety, and, you know, sanctity of his home and whatnot. Pretty big con- pretty big deal for most people, right? So, you know, what what are we doing this? 
No moral high ground. No righteous fucking aspect to this whatsoever. Mass murder and death and lots of money for fucking uh, billionaires and weapons companies and all of this. Not an election issue. No one's even talking about it. That's how far gone Canada is. That's how not back and no longer existent. Canada barely fucking exists anymore. You people out there, the fucking, you know, what are hanging on by the skin of their teeth, you're what's left. You understand? You're, you're that, that old poem from Flanders Fields, you know, when they pass the torch, it's up to it's yours. It's up to you. That's you right now. Because all of this, this isn't who we are. Is this who we, is this who we are now? If we don't disagree and fight this and say this isn't who we fucking are, then then it is who we are. I don't want to fucking be this. Do you want to be this? Gross. I cheered on a fucking senseless, historic, unprecedented amount of death for nothing, for something I don't even understand. Like an idiot. Oh, and by the way, while I did that, I was busy injecting experimental chemicals into all kinds of people at the same time. Yeah, no, I don't want to come with you. I don't want to go where you want to go. You're not even close to the same kind of person as me. We want completely different kinds of things. So we need a fucking divorce or this is going to come to blows, right? You don't get to control my life. I'm, you know, we want to leave. We don't want to be part of this. We don't want to do any of this. You guys want to do crazy fucking insane things that go at the soul of who we are as people, at our fundamental construct of who we are as human beings. We cannot abide these things and you insist that we do this is an untenable unfixable situation so we ask that you kindly fuck off and leave us out of it or you know obviously things are going to escalate aren't they what are you going to do you're going to fucking oh we'll just make it illegal to be like you oh good yeah that's going to convince everybody that'll fucking definitely calm things down Maybe you should trample more people with horses, steal some more bank accounts, fucking put more people in jail for no fucking reason for years on end. Do that. That'll that will teach them. <clears throat> they rely on fear. Everything must be governed by fear because they don't have the numbers. They don't really have power. It is an illusion. When the people live in fear, of the state of this small, you know, body of criminals, you have tyranny. You're afraid of them. You're afraid to speak out. You're afraid to say anything. You're afraid to support certain causes. You're afraid to be associated with people you like, with people you're friends with, with people you support. You don't want to be publicly associated because you're afraid of what will happen. You're afraid of them. They control you. They control your actions. Because if you had it your way, you wouldn't have to hide anything. But you do because you're afraid. And that fear causes you to act differently than you would otherwise. They control you through fear. When they are afraid of us, that's when everything functions properly. That's when you have freedom. That's when you have a state body, people that are in charge. Like, well, we have a mandate to lead our people to success, to prosperity, to brighter horizons. And we'd better be fucking doing that because these people are serious and that's what they expect. And if we're not up to the job, we're going to get replaced with somebody else. They'll just find somebody better. They'll find somebody else. That's how it's supposed to be. They're not afraid of us at all. 
That has to change. So, you know, don't be a fucking pussy about it. I'm scared of what people will say. That's exactly why we're losing. You're not going to hear about this on CBC, but I assure you, it's accurate. Oh, and that was uh, five days ago, so probably add another maybe five or 10,000 dead on there. Nag says, I'd rather a thousand of us than 10,000 of them anyway. That's true. A thousand, a thousand uh, useful people are a lot better than 10,000 useless ones. Jensen says, legal support, sir. This should cover 10 minutes. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate it. Jenstein coming home with the win. React simply says, checking in from Vancouver Island. Can confirm, BC's going to hell. Did you read they got rid of letter grades for K to 9 in schools here because the marginalization? This was a conspiracy theory, and this was a racist conspiracy theory that I lived through, that I remember people saying and talking about. And they said, with all this diversity, which is strength, of course. Of course, it's very strong. I'm getting bigger every day. It's because of the diversity. And people said, well, you know, some of the kinds of people you're bringing here are not really. uh, There's going to be issues with uh, integration uh, for a number of reasons. Oh, that's never. And and, and, wait, I'm not done. And when that happens, you're either going to have to. Except that they just can't, <laughs> they're not going to be successful at this, or we lower the standards to accommodate them in which we all suffer then. That is a conspiracy theory. That's ridiculous. There is no evidence to suggest that, that would happen. And of course, everyone's capable of blah, blah, blah. Oh, really? Well, huh. That's strange. Because exactly that seems to be happening. All the standards are lowering to are, are being lowered everywhere to accommodate uh, lower and lower qualities of people. We're lowering the standards in the military, in the police, in healthcare, in education, literally everywhere. The standards to be a citizen are, eh, just show up. Just show up. Just be here for a few minutes. You only have to be here two out of three years. In a three-year span, be here for two of them. Two years. Uh, if anybody thinks that's a long time, this COVID nonsense, which isn't over, by the way, has already been over three years. I would already be a citizen of this country had I come here from fucking Romania. Right off the boat. Don't even speak English. Right here right here from fucking India. I, you know, I'm just as Canadian as you are. Are you? Are you really, though? I know they say that, but um, I would like to think that some of these things I talked about earlier, my my... You know, ancestral heritage makes me who I am. My community makes me who I am. My friends, my family, 
my spoken language, my culture, and all that. Like, this took some time to put together. This didn't just happen overnight. You just got here two years ago, and we're now the same? <laughs> Do you know that's absurd? You know this, right? You know that's absurd. All right. I mean, that must mean that's what that's what a Canadian citizenship is worth. Nothing. Just show up. Be from anywhere. It doesn't matter. Speak English. Don't speak it. Who cares? Just stand here. Stand on the magic dirt, and you can be the prime minister. Just like, just like our founders intended. Just like everyone before us, that's exactly what they intended to happen to this place. That's what my grandfather always wanted. Well, hopefully in the future we'll have a country where people can just show up and fucking take over right from the get-go. They don't even have to learn a language. Be the fucking prime minister. What are you, Chinese? Fucking who cares? Take over. <laughs> what did he say? He said we're all his slaves now and uh, we're putting new bike lanes in, I guess. Something like that. Who is that? What did he say his name was? No, it's a she. That is the mayor of Toronto. <laughs> Just like grandfather intended, right? Just like grandfather would have wanted. Everything is going according to plan. Someone's plan. It's going according to someone's plan. Oh, this is this is what all... <laughs> And it's like, just shut up. Deep down, everyone knows this. Everyone knows this. No one asked for any of this. No one wanted any of this. It's just it's just happening, and anyone that complains about it is chastised and attacked. That's a fucking red flag, dude. No! No, you're scared of everything, yes. Go ahead, go agree with the machine, and go turn in your neighbors, and go rat on your friends, and make sure it knows you're a good little bucket boy, and you're not going to be a problem, and maybe it'll give you a cookie. Good for you. You're you're that character in the in the movie. Do you understand? Like, that's, that's your personality type. You're the sniveling, weasel, coward, you know, backstabber guy. Cool. Wouldn't that be great? Who doesn't want to be that guy? Let's talk about something else. I'm almost done. No, not really. I got half an hour to go. Fuck, I got to talk for half an hour now. Yeah, I know. (laughs) We're just going to keep doing it. The need is too great, Canada says. We're going to raise immigration targets. Remember that million a year? Actually, that's not enough now. (laughs) I fucking told you. I've been telling you for years. That is like totally never gonna happen, bro. Your head's gonna explode, donut. It is happening, bro. It is. It's always been happening. Soon you will be unavoidable to you. Soon it will be painfully unavoidable to you. Hopefully not physically painful, but hey, people are getting stabbed every fucking day now, aren't they? Oh look, it's a fucking some African festival. Stabby, 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 stab. Oh, well. Hey, Edmonton, how you doing? Oh, also very stabby. Vancouver, stabby, stabby and O-D-E. Oh, good. Halifax, pretty stabby. Okay, good. Ottawa, do we even want to... Eh, just douchebags. Is it stabby? I think it's, it's probably stabby. Yeah, Ottawa's pretty getting a little sketchy too, right? A lot of places are. Isn't that weird? Didn't used to be like that, but now it is. Must be a coincidence. Must have just uh, happened somehow. 
It's probably it's probably climate change. It's probably the global boiling is just driving. It's making people stabby. <laughs> you know, so that's why we're not we're not budging. They won't budge on record high immigration targets despite housing concerns. And the uh, the conservatives' response to this is, well, we're we're gonna be better at it. We're gonna import more people more efficiently. So they're gonna they're gonna be even better at bringing millions of people, even though there's nowhere for, to put them. Literally nowhere to put them. We're bringing in millions of people. Uh, this 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 pl- this country is not going to succeed. It cannot succeed. The caliber of the people piloting the ship are so inadequate that it is just insulting to suggest that they could pull this off, that they could figure it out and right the ship. And they've already done so much damage, they might as well just be pouring oil grease into the fucking computers. They're doing blow off the monitors. Like That's how, that's how re- out of control and zero fucks are being given right now. And actually, that's not far off reality. I've been told by a number of people, like, it's really, there's a lot of drugs and drinking and fucking around. Like, these people are a mess, man. They're not professionals. They're not, they're not, uh, they're not serious people. They're a joke. They're clowns in suits acting like they're important, but they're just really, they're really well-paid drug addicts and clowns and liars and thieves and grifters. Literally. They're just taking orders. They're not, le- see, a leader is somebody who actively, like, they're trying to help their people. They, they're assessing, they're taking their own decisions, right? They're assessing a situation. They they see they see a, a solution, and they act to implement that solution. They're not asking anybody's fucking permission. And if people will follow them and support them in doing that, well, that's a that's that person is a leader as a leader of some kind. People are following them. He's leading them somewhere. That she's leading them somewhere. Are any of our politicians doing that? No. They sit there, somebody tells them what to say, and they say it to you. That's not leadership, that's dictation. That is literally dictation. I'm going to dictate to you what's going to happen now. They're not leading you anywhere. This is garbage. Who's working to fix this? No one. Oh, well, we'll just do this. We don't even have spots for them. This, this is the level of problem-solving ability these fucking so-called leaders have. So here's here's a situation, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause it with a. Uh, a <laughs> we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a game. Puzzle time. If I can find the fucking thing, it's puzzle time. Who wants to play puzzle time? All right, you're a hotel manager. Okay, you've got a hundred rooms in your hotel. Big hotel. Good for you. You have a occupancy rate of about 80%, meaning 20% of your 100 hotel rooms are usually or always empty. You're with me so far. 80% full, 20% vacant. Now, a large guest party decides they want to stay at your hotel. And you say, well... I have 20 vacancies, and they say, we we need 2 million rooms. And you say, yeah, that won't be a problem. Come on in. Are you a good hotel manager, a bad hotel manager, or a crazy person that should be in an asylum, or perhaps worse? I'll, I'll leave that with you for the night. That's your homework for this evening. 
I'm sure. I'm sure the. I'm sure everyone will will grade very well. This is child. This is childlike level problem solving. Oh man, we don't have enough places for people to live. Shit. Let's get millions more people. But, but there's not enough. There's not enough places for them to live. I said more people. What the fuck is wrong with you? Ah! I'm moving to the United States. Millions more, nowhere to put them, who cares, doesn't matter, we need more. The people in charge aren't insane, they're not on drugs, they're not drunk, they're not retarded, they're not traitors, they're not following an agenda that's plotted by somebody else and has no benefit to you whatsoever. That's not, no, I'm just crazy, and this somehow makes sense because reasons, otherwise, you know... the, the mental gymnastics people will do for this to not, you know, be true is hilarious to me. I just, you know, it just, the more, the the longer the stretch of the mental gymnastics they try to make for this to, for the square peg round hole scenario to fit is the more of a coward they are. That's, that's the, that's like mentally they've run the furthest away from the problem because they've created the most elaborate explanation. So when the Reddit bros show up and all that, um, actually I've got this study and I've got this fucking, it's like, man, you worked all night on your cope. You are really a bitch. You are a huge coward. Some people just dismiss it and argue for a few minutes, but they're just like a little bit cowardly. All right, you could convince those people if they became honestly like, okay, I'm actually going to sit and listen. You could convince them. But Reddit, bro, you know, no. He's up all night. Like, he's doing homework. He's making homemade Bristol board graphs and everything. And it's like, dude, you're, you're going through an insane amount of effort to justify fitting 2 million people in 20 rooms. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're not mentally okay. You, you, can't, you can't do basic, like, put your, put your graphs away. Put it, put it away. Put, it, put all that... No, no, no. No, no. Put all that away. No, you're not smart. No, you, I don't care if you have two degrees. You're an idiot. You paid to be indoctrinated by communists. You don't actually know anything. You don't even know how to think. You have no logical sequence whatsoever. Like, you're completely discombobulated. You're like a broken, you know, machine or something. You, you should get your money back, actually. You didn't learn anything. They did not teach you how to think, how to analyze nothing. You don't think logically at all. 20 rooms! 2 million! No rooms! Too many people... Nope, can't do it. Uh, you can take 20, but that also that's going to fill up your hotel, which is good for business, but there's no vacancy. You want to have a little bit. No, just You know, this is this is like this is the kind of logical like retardation of someone who's trying to park like a fucking tour bus in a in like a bike lane. Like what are you doing? That doesn't fit there. Oh, that's it does. That's racist. I identify as a fucking bicycle. You can't... It won't fit. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) No, no, she's never said that. Uh, this, this though, this, uh, this isn't going to fit. This is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. Oh, and again, couple this with the 20% homeowners potentially facing, uh, bankruptcy and losing their homes. So, you know, maybe that's how they plan to make room for these people. Maybe they plan to bankrupt the Canadian citizen out of fucking homeownership entirely, make them a homeless lower tier cast of fucking throwaway people and install a new middle class from a different part of the fucking world. Do you think that's possible? Does anybody even think that's 5% possible at all?
I like to imagine possibilities because if it's possible, uh, it's worth uh, keeping in mind. Like, you could have a fire in your home. You should have a fire extinguisher. You should have a first aid kit in your home. You should have, uh, you know, flashlights and batteries in case the power goes out. You know, you think of problems you may encounter, and then you preemptively think of solutions to those problems in case those problems arise. You have a way to deal with them. That's called thinking. That's, a, that's, that's what thinking is. Um, and the Canadian government can't do that. They don't know how to think. And their supporters can't think either. They just screech and they re. And they spin around in tops and bump into each other as, you know, headless chickens. It's, it's, that's, what the, that's what Twitter should be. Did I, didn't I say this Monday? Just turn it into a chicken icon. That's what most people are doing. They're chickens. They're busybody hens and Karens and chickens and they're just all on there all day. It's amazing. You can just be like, you. I just tag in when I feel like it and leave, and it's like, they'll be still going when I come back, and you come back in, yep, they're all here. Everybody's still here. they got nothing else to do. <laughs> all these idiots, man. They never have anything else to do. And their lives are so sad and empty and pathetic, and I'm just like, I, it's wild to remember that they exist. I want to show you something, guys. I don't normally do this. I don't, you know... It could have. There's a couple times where we're like, should we just do a shame segment where I just find like outrageously terrible people and shame them? I don't know because I'm like, I'm, they might bully, they might sue me for bullying or something. <laughs> you know? But they've put public profiles on social media on the internet for public consumption, and you know people are going to look at it and they're going to have opinions on it. And I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's off the chart. I think we're allowed to do that. So I want to introduce you to someone. And I want you to be nice because he seems like a nice boy. <laughs> I got to find, I got to find his theme song though. I can't just, can't just walk him out cold. That's nothing. You know, we do think everything's like wrestling here. You know, I don't have the song, do I? Motherfucker. I, I need to get rich so I can hire Pete. That's, that's all I want. Jesus was hard to find. That took long. That took way too long. What were we doing? All right. So I mean, you, you run into a lot of trolls, right? You see a lot of interesting characters. But every once in a while, I see someone. I see a profile. I see a personality, and I I see a glimpse. I just get a look at it, and I feel like this is how fishermen feel. I feel like this is how surfers feel. Maybe pickup artists. I don't know. People that hunt something. Albino. <laughs> Rhinoceros, or whatever it is. Moby Dick. The ultimate meme, you know. Could it be? Could it, could it be? And you're, but, but there's a lot of satire. There's a lot of people that are just pulling your leg. And they're just, you know, they're, they're irony accounts. And it's like, they think I'm this, and that's what they think is funny. And I'm like, you know, so those are like, fair, fair play. That is funny for you. It's not funny for anyone else. But I've done things like that myself. I mean, I, you know, did troll the entire government for my own amusement and your amusement, and we laughed. Oh, did we laugh? We're still laughing. We're still laughing. But uh, every once in a while, there's a you get you get what's called the one. You know, you get you get a you get a true believer. You get a real one. And I think I hope I'm not wrong, but I I really I even had to tag tag the guys in it. I was like, holy shit! You need to see you need to see this. This is this is. This is a fucking Twitter account, okay? This is this is not fucking around. 
Are you ready for this? Are you are you ready? This is a troll. This is This is how I don't even know how to introduce this guy. Let's just go. I was scrolling. I ended up on Circulon's account here, and uh, we we got we got a fucking eligible bachelor here, guys. He starts arguing with him, and he he's insulting people based on how they look. Now I don't know about you, but dollar store Captain Picard with felt Velcro homemade costume. Is taking sexy to a level I didn't even know was possible. Captain's log indeed. Let's take a closer look. I love this one. This is my favorite comment. Mom, can we get a Picard? We already have a Picard at home. This is Picard at home. I gotta get to the account. Please tell me it's not banned. Come on. Where's the... Oh, no. I gotta find him now. Oh, he's trolling. He's gotta be trolling. He's not really like that, is he? Oh, buddy. He's got fucking photos with Picard. Designer, PodCamp organizer, WordPress Smith living in Toronto. He's one of ours. Let's go, Toronto. Fuck yes. I love this timeline. Oh. What's he into? Nothing scarier than a Vulcan who's lost all control. What? I, no. No. This isn't a real person. Yes, it is. He's retweeting dark Brandon memes. He's supporting the Liberal Party. <laughs> Talking about bigotry. Oh, this is a new account. It's a troll account. It's from 2007, bro! That's that's his unironic, I'm proud of this picture! This is how he identifies. Coming up next on Cirque Hot Shots, he thinks you're stupid and you dress weird. Introducing Dollar Store Captain Picard. Do you just stay away from Morgan, sir? I'm sorry I had to do that to you, babe. I know you're going to have to get another pair of underwear now, but to be honest, all the girls are now. We got the fight over. Fucking, there's probably an underwear shortage now because of this guy. Arguing with Circulon. (laughs) I think it started from this. No, don't. That is a great song, but... Members continually violate their no politics rules for members complaining about the woke. But point out that that's against the rules and you're banned. So he's like a rule following, like, you're banned, okay? Because you didn't. Fu- 
These are the people you're arguing with. These are the people that you're allowing to upset you and ruin your day. Like, do you understand? They are literally a living joke. Like, there's... If you could see the lives of these people, you would just laugh. You should just dismiss them and laugh. Like a child, like a six-year-old challenges you to a fight, and they're serious as fuck, but they're also six, you know? You just kind (laughs) of... What a silly thing, you know? Let me... I mean it! I'll I'll come up there! No. Oh, no. I just, I don't know. I don't know. He, I mean, there's some single women out there. There's going to be a bloodbath over this guy. Now that now that I've exposed him to tens of thousands of eligible, you know, well, not that many, but there's a few hundred women, and the, they'll, they're going to hunt him down. This guy is going to just be drowning in pussy. It's going to be crazy. He looks like he's like 40 years old, and he's unironically like cosplaying as Captain Picard. That's his life. That's who he is. A pretend man, a character that never existed. That's how much he admires. He admires a pretend man. As if there are no real men worth admiring, he's decided to dedicate. So, first of all, to that level is creepy and weird. There's nothing wrong with admiring a great man. Like a truly great man that you admire is because um, they're rare. And that's like that's like admiring the statue, someone that's achieved something a lot. It's like, damn, you know, if I could try to even do ten percent of that, right? And it's motivated. And he's chosen to put all of that into someone who never existed and only is real in his imagination, and is meant to entertain, you know, like <laughs> children and nerds. Uh, you know, I mean, I know there's a lot of jealous women out there right now. But that guy. We need to we need to freeze his uh, his DNA. We need more of him. When we need to, when we're going to need to repopulate the num- the masses, we're gonna <laughs> one Star Trek shirt, Kirk. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they hang out. They they probably would get along. I guarantee some that guy he fucking subscribes to anti hate. Oh fuck yes he does, right? He's very feminine. Very you know yeah. He looked like low testosterone Edward Snowden. You know, <laughs> like anyway. Um, Dark Lord CRJ says dollar store Picard. He likes dollar store Picard. <laughs> Mister LaForge whooped whoop me to the discount aisle. Whoop nine. We can't go any faster. <laughs> Dollar store Picard. President's choice Picard is what I should have called him. Seriously, though, I don't know. I just had to share that with you. That was ridiculous. I can't believe that. There's so many people like that out there. And you just, I, I, I like it for that reason. They're just like, they're entertaining to me. I said that to him. I, I was like, I'm so happy that you exist. I can't tell you enough how much joy it brings me that you're legitimately a person. In Toronto right now, walking around, living your life. It's just... <laughs> I mean, I'm laugh- I'm smiling, right? And so are lots of you, right? So, hey, he's doing good things in the world by existing. His existence is bringing smiles to, to people, right? Right? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Everybody needs a village fool. You know, it makes us feel better about ourselves. That's mean. It is, but we all do it, and it's fun, isn't it? 
<laughs> Shut up. It's just not that funny. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Because we live in a country that people uh, where they can't think. All right. When you live in a country where people can't think and don't think, you need to you need to create your own entertainment because it's just it's just too it's too crushing. Reality is too crushingly brutally stupid. Um, so Toronto's broke, and we've got all the homeless everywhere. But you know what's important. <laughs> Ferry and the guys and Derek were talking about the other night. Where's this Calgary? Where was this? Where they bu- they built this uh, rainbow crosswalk wherever it was, and it was like eighty seven thousand dollars or something, like some outrageous, insane number to paint like a little stretch of the street. And you're like, where did all that money go? Like the amount of stealing that's going on is ridiculous, man. And this, we're gonna now we got to rename uh, Dundas Square or Dundas and Young, Dundas Street, whatever. All of the Dundas everything. That's going to cost $8.6 million. So you're going to spend $8.6 million on names of things you don't like because it hurts your feelings while people starve in the streets. Am I getting this right? Uh, we're going to change the name of Dundas. Going to make it no more Whitey. No more Whitey Avenue. What? What? <laughs> They're going to rename it to some probably indigenous crazy word that no one can say. And they'll just keep calling it Dundas anyway. What in the hell? We don't have the money to do it right now, and that's been made quite clear, said Ward Councillor Shelley, who supported the project. Ah, Again, everything is going well. You just listen to the TV, guys. You know, they would never lie to you. The economy is booming. This this is what, like, these, again... The internet people, the Twitter retards, like they're sitting here listening to this while they're on their phones, these nattering hens, these stupid, ignorant, fat, dumb, liberal white women who are like a scourge. They really are. Um, this is this is where they get their information and they think that they know what's happening. Listen to this. The economy is booming. Yeah. Inflation is down. The stock market is doing well. Uh, people are having an easier time putting bread on the table, etc. He doesn't seem to be getting the credit for that. Only 41% approval. This is from like last week. Is it because they think he's old? Because I don't see anything else they can point to with, with him particularly. What's the question? Isn't that incredible? Just straight out of 1984. Everything's great right now. Everything's amazing. Uh, New York just had a massive riot because a guy tried to give away a PlayStation. So, like, what seemed like half the blacks in New York decided we should riot. Like, what What the fuck is going on? There's tent cities everywhere. There's people being mugged and raped and stabbed in broad daylight in most American cities. The middle class is being evaporated. Taxes are climbing. No one can... Cost of living is... It's not as bad as Canada, but it's it's still happening there, too. But, yay, guys, it's worse here. I'm telling you, it's worse in Canada. Canada's getting absolutely bent over right now. You guys are lucky it's not as bad as it is here. But, you know, why not just fucking lie right to everyone's faces? And, uh... And here's what else they're listening to on TV. Because you may have seen, and this is them responding because, you know, Trump has talked about this. Elon Musk has talked about this. The genocide that is and has been happening in South Africa for years now. Thousands and thousands of people have been killed. There's massive fields of these crosses. I've played the videos. There's fields and fields of these crosses. They're lined along the highways. Families, children, old people, seniors, break-ins, invasions, rapes, killings. Like, dude. The, the, the uh, political figures are on TV chanting and singing with 100,000 people, let's kill all the white people. 
And this is what, and this is again what the Twitter people and the busybody hen Karens and the big dumb fat sports ball retard conservative voters. This is what they're at home listening to. He's doing this with regards to South African white farmers. I think two of them, perhaps, might have been killed in some instance. Uh- Oh, it was like two people one time or something. Yeah, it's a big joke, is it? Oh, it's a big joke. It's a big joke when a bunch of armed thugs break into your house at night, corner your family, and make them watch as they pour boiling hot water down your in, down your toddler children's throats. That's hilarious. That happened. Go look it up. And then they rape your wife in front of you and kill you and chop you up with machetes and, and do all kinds of... Put your dick in your mouth and all this kind of stuff. Like, just real massive... Peel your face off. They love the boiling water stuff for some reason. Like a ma- that's like that's like straight out of uh, like a Rob Zombie horror movie. Worse, it's much worse, right? I talked about that Monday, uh, but that's funny to him. That's funny to him, right? Because there's no anti-white racist. Ra- no, like you can do that to white people, and you can just laugh about it. You can just laugh about. It. No, look, I still have it. Look, you can just laugh about this. This is just, this is just a funny. This is a funny joke, man. It's hilarious. These are all the home invasions, all the murders, all the one or two. Yeah, there's a couple. This goes on for kilometers. Um, and there's, again, this isn't the only site. There's mul- there's fields and stuff. There's all... Dude, it's... All they're doing is proving us right that, yeah, they hate your ass and they don't care if you die. They don't care if people break into your house at night and pour boiling water down your children's screaming throats while you watch in horror, completely helpless with a gun to your head, you know, tied up, get your wife get raped. Yeah, yeah, that... Hilarious. They, they laugh at that. And those liberal communist pieces of shit, these, these, ca- these cowardly, you know, loathsome fake conservatives, they're afraid to make those people that laugh at this upset. Helicopter's real loud. They don't want to make them upset. The, the people that think this is funny and ridiculous and poo-poo and dismiss this, those people, they don't want to make them upset and, and they don't want to be called the R-word, Right? That's 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 the conservatives for you. Good stuff. Let's. I got some other cowardly conservative acts here. You guys should probably see, especially in Canada, right? Where is this? Where are you at here, Leslin? Hey, there she is. Look, what is she going to say now? We're going to talk about uh, what was it? All right, putting men in women's prisons. Men in women's prisons. Let's hear. Let's hear the leadership candidate, top level. You know, part of the inner circle of the conservative party's opinion on women in prison with men. We're going to put men identifying as women, and they, of course, there's rapes and assaults and every, of course, and it's been happening all over the all over the world. And you can count on the conservatives who are going to get the libs out and stop the madness, right? True North. Earlier today, the Correctional Service of Canada confirmed its. Pol- Jeez, Andrew again. He's coming in with the fucking bombs. Interesting. Policy that. Uh, biologically male inmates uh, can be reassigned to women's prisons based on preference alone. So I'm wondering what you think about that policy and if you would reverse that as Prime Minister. Well, I think it's very important that people, whatever their gender, has a certain level of comfort um, in certain situations. I also think that there are situations where uh, biological females may feel um, a sense of vulnerability uh, because of the situations that they may, they may have been in. For example, if they were... has Does anybody have any idea what the fuck she's talking about? 
Do you know do you know why she won't just tell the truth? Because she's afraid of the people that laugh at the genocide. She doesn't want to make them upset. She's scared of them. And you, and and she thinks she should be in charge of you. This coward thinks she should be in charge of you. Who wants that? Who thinks that's a good idea? You can't even fucking acknowledge that no men with penises and sex drives, especially criminal violent ones, do not belong in a enclosed literal prison, i.e. they can't escape, there's nowhere for them to go. Women! Obviously not! This is fucking insane! This is insulting we even have to have these conversations! You're a fucking lawyer, aren't you? How you oh and it's like oh no they can think they're just cowards let's okay let's go back and i'm just gonna let her explain i'm probably taking it out of context i'm sure this is like a nietzsche level fucking you know psychological breakdown that makes just perfect sense it's just gonna clear everything right up it's gonna be like uh it's gonna be like dristan and a stuffy nose you're just gonna go there oh fucking thank you for clearing that up definitely a totally not a fake conservative reverse that as prime minister well, I think it's very important that people, whatever their gender, has a certain level. I just remembered that Lizzo exists. I'm sorry. Level of comfort um, in certain situations. I also think that there are situations where uh, biological females may feel um, a sense of vulnerability. Uh, because of the situations that they may, they may have been in, for example, if they were um, sexually assaulted by a male, etc. And what I what I say earlier about the length of the mental gymnastics is the distance they've run away from the problem. Right? The more of this she does, the further away she's running from this question. That's how afraid of it she is. She doesn't have a short answer, no concise answer, just a long-winded, rambling, interchanging nonsense, nebulous bullshit pile of gobbledygook. Why? Because she's a fucking coward and she's going to do absolutely what they say. They're all the same, man. Whether they're imposing the agenda or they're too afraid to oppose the agenda, impose versus oppose, what difference does it make? The agenda is completed, right? They don't care. The enemy doesn't care if people like this. Like, what are they going to do? They're going to do anything. They're going to fight us. They're going to roll right over. Yep. So what does what difference does it make? If they're not going to oppose us, good. Or are they going to help us impose it? Even better. That's all they ask. All they ask is that you don't get in their way and you'll be fine. Or help them achieve what they want and they'll reward you. That's how these freaks operate. And this is an example of someone who has chosen to stay out of their way. And while she does this, wants your money and the and, and this, the power that comes, comes with being your so-called leader. Good times. So we have to make sure that we find compassionate ways to accommodate uh, the diversity of of uh, individuals that will find themselves in a facility, um, whether it is a shelter or whether it is a correctional facility. She doesn't fucking really believe a word she says. It's so obvious and painful to watch someone just cuck like this so badly. You don't fucking believe a word of what you're saying, and you're saying it anyway because you're a fucking coward. Oh, what what did did Millhouse tell you to say this? It's painful to listen to this. 
And their supporters will make excuses and say, oh, that's 5D chess, bro. you got to say it, bro. You can't get elected, bro. That No, you're refusing to fight them. You think the words don't matter? You think not? You think saying things doesn't mean anything? It doesn't matter? Of course it does. That's If... <laughs> Oh, you just you don't have to say that. It's all about what you really do. I mean, you know, they just say this, but they actually do that. Then what difference does it make? If it doesn't matter what you really say, if your words carry no weight, then why not just tell the truth anyway? It doesn't matter one way or another. It's of no consequence. Or it's of a huge consequence what you say. And she's chosen to just say nothing. Just go along with it. And you're cool with that. You're a fucking coward, too. You deserve each other. Go eat again. Go eat another donut. Go post about PP's huge pipes. Remember when people were excited about this guy? Yeah, oh, he's a piece of shit. Just like he always was, you know? So you're saying I'm less than a quarter of the boy Nate was? The wrong kid died. Right? Oh, you be careful now, you hear? Before you go and say something you're going to regret for the rest of your Shit, day. it was too loud. Like the wrong kid died. Oh, no. no. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Wrong kid died. Crackhead brother was a way better public figure than this. And, uh, you know, they want him out now. Oh, he's using his position of power to make enrich his friends and himself. He's a big, dumb, fat loser. He's an idiot, man. He fucking ate a bee on live television. He's retarded, man. Oh, buddy, these yahoos. Oh, man. Oh, buddy. Oh, jeez. I'm a fucking hash dealer, bro. They were fucking drug addicts and drug dealers in Toronto. That's how they made their money. That's how they got connections. Drug deal, you know. Oh, jeez. I can't believe he'd be a greasy, corrupt piece of garbage. Shocking. Can't believe it. Oh my god! And people are all freaking out about this on Twitter. Like, are you guys caught up yet? Can we can we do something soon? Or like, it's wild. Still, people are like, oh my god, I can't. And they're genuinely like, I can't believe this. Like, it's like just realizing you're in a circus. Like you've been you've been at the circus for four hours and somehow didn't notice. And you're like, I thought this was the mall. Like, what are you talking about? There's a giraffe shitting next to your head, man. Whoa. Like, how do you not know? I don't know, you know, and uh, like I said, I, I mentioned this earlier. This need any explanation? I got to wind this down. As I'm getting, it's hot. It's hotter to this jacket. I thought I was going to take it off. I didn't. I should have. Sweaty. Now you know. I got to shower again, or maybe I won't. Who cares? Nobody's ever cared. Nobody's here anyway. I'm just going to be covered, <laughs> all disheveled and gross. Ah. Just, to, I want to reflect how poor and destitute Canada's becoming, right? This is all a for, this is all a facade. We're we're dying here. Everything's falling apart. The W has fallen off the Walmart. It's just Walmart now. You know, it's it's like that. We're like Shelbyville. You know, <laughs> why why do we why are we funding these food banks? Literally, almost everyone, ninety five percent, not born here. All of our resources, listen, all of our resources, all of this stuff that people are generously giving to the food bank, hoping that it's going to help their, you know, their fellow, their citizens, their people and so on. No, there's just migrants are just taking it. There's just free food for them. 
Why would they pay for food when they can just go to the food bank and just take it from you? That's what they're doing. See, in the 90s, when I was a kid, we used to do a lot of food bank drives because, you know, things weren't that great back then and there was a lot more, you know, poverty similar to now. <laughs> I don't know if it's I think it's worse now. Well, not the not that part of the night. The early, like, uh, I think in the 80s, right? People are still kind of recovering from it. There was a tumultuous period. I, I don't know. I was born in 86. But the food bank thing was still kind of ingrained in culture and people were still kind of doing it. And... Uh, it wasn't 95% foreigners taking the food. People, th- there's Canadians that need help with food banks, okay? So the idea that these food banks have now been supplanted and completely, now they're just a food resource for a bunch of fucking migrants. So what happens to the Canadians that were using the food banks? Are they just dead now? Because if you're in a position where you need a food bank to eat, you don't have any other where place to get food. So if you're not getting it from the food bank, honestly, are they dead? Where did they go? Who's feeding them? Because this is who's supposed to be feeding them, and that's who's not feeding them. So where did they go? Are we supposed to believe they're all... Oh, actually, they're all... They're all unemployment is at 1% now, and it's just all these migrants. All these tent cities you keep seeing? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's fine. Nurses living in cars. No, 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 no. Nope. Interesting. And then, uh, you know, again, we have to put up with it. We have to. To be good good little boys and girls. And again, you don't want to make them upset. You can't make them upset. Don't get called names by the machine, by the status quo, by the establishment, because they're you want their respect, don't you? Aren't they respectable, admirable? Are, are you look like... The people that I want to not upset are people that I admire, people that I look up to, people that I think are, you know, inspiring. They're noble, righteous people. Those are the people that I'm trying to live up to and, you know, I don't want to upset them. I'm not I don't give a fuck about human garbage that ignores, you know, child sex trafficking island and Jeffrey Epstein. I don't really care for that media person. I don't care for you military guy who sells out your own fucking army for woke points and a possible political career. I don't fucking care for you. I don't care for you. Oh, you got lots of money doing what? Pimping people out? You're Andrew Tate? That's gross. I don't really give a shit. I I don't, I'm not impressed by you at all. I, I find you gross. You know, like, who cares? Why would you care if people you find repulsive don't like you? Of course, good. I'm glad they don't. That's confirmation. The fact that these these creatures hate me so much is the most evidence I will ever need that I'm going in the right direction. When I look at the cast of characters of people that I find myself surrounded by as enemies, I'm like, this, this tracks. This is what I was hoping for. Pieces of shit. Pieces of shit. Pieces of shit. Yep. Good. That's who I, that's who I want to be opposed with. I don't want to look across the battlefield and see the people I'm opposing and be like, a bunch of really great people. Whoops, I've somehow gone the wrong way somewhere. Yeah, you're a terrorist. Oh, well, let's just go down memory lane for a second. You are the unvaccinated. You are the problem. It is the unvaccinated who are the problem, period, end of story. The only people that you can blame, the only people you can blame, this isn't shaming, this is the truth. Maybe they should be shamed. Are the unvaccinated. It's time to start blaming the unvaccinated folks, not the regular folks. Anyone you came into contact with will blame you, as will the rest of us who have done the right thing by getting vaccinated. Because frankly, we know that we can't trust the unvaccinated. I think it's time to get our moral house in order, Anderson. 
It's the unvaccinated who are the threat. All those vaccinated folks are going to start wearing masks to protect the unvaccinated folks. It's called a Christian value. You're basically punishing the vaccinated uh, for the, invoking their the God sins and everything. Of the unvaccinated people are not behaving honorably. The unvaccinated are basically saying, "Well, it's open season for me. I can do whatever I want as well." The, the unvaccinated are basically beating their breasts and running around the country saying, "Ha ha, we don't care. We're living free and so forth." We've been patient. But our patience is wearing thin. This is aging so well. A group that includes children and people acting like children. <laughs> and the rest of us are starting to get pissed off. The vaccinated feel the unvaccinated are... You don't even know what pissed off is, Stephen. angry. This is not about freedom or personal choice. Well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw your freedom. The other day, no, screw your freedom! You were cooler before you were homosexual. When are we gonna stop putting up with Before you started putting things up your ass. Say you now it's mandatory to get vaccinated. Fuck him. And you're treading on our freedom and you're making other people sick and really you're killing other people. The anti-vaxxers, they seem to have a thing for death and home remedies. The anti-maskers turned anti-vaxxers are not just putting their own lives at risk. If that was the issue, we could just say that we can watch them compete to you win like this one, Evan? the Darwin Awards. We have to start doing things huh? for the greater good of society and not for idiots who think that they can do their own research. And don't get me started on the lunatics who won't take any of the COVID vaccines. Life is too short to be an ass. Life is- it's booster season, by the way, bootlickers. Uh, all of this is actually there. You know, there's a summer wave variant. Go- I'm not kidding. You can read the news. And they're recommending masks and boosters again right now. So you better go out and get that because remember that these... These people were all telling the truth, and we we're all crazy. And and uh, yeah, you're a good person. It's way too short to be ignorant of the promise of something that is helping people worldwide. Maybe you're doing it because um, you're you're disconnected or disorganized. Maybe you have some sympathetic psychological reasons. But maybe you're just being antisocial. Oh, you can't shame them. None none of the fucking news coverage. I can't listen anymore of this. This fucking look at this piece of shit's face. Where are you working at now, Don? You claiming unemployment? Huh? Maybe you can go try and invent a wheel, you stupid fuck. <laughs> what a doof. What a doofus. Like, who? Oh, oh, that's Don Lemon. I don't... Fu- really? Like, you respect that person? How do you resist the urge to mock them ruthlessly at every opportunity? I don't know how to not do it. It's like having a Simpsons character at my disposal all the time. It's a it's a walking cartoon all the time. These people, and the 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 news cycle was like not education, not reassurance, not um, explanations, nothing. It was constant fear propaganda and shame and guilt. If you can't accept that. You're just being a coward, and I we don't care for you. I don't, it doesn't, fuck off. What kind of people are these that do this and then support this? People that supported it happening and still refuse to even acknowledge they did anything wrong. Every single fucking person in parliament says nothing. None of them even acknowledge they did anything wrong. You think they're even going to fucking apologize? That's never going to happen, dude. 
They're fucking moving on. They're talking about PP's pipes right now, bro. They're disgusting. They're disgusting cowards. Now, um, yeah, I had kind of a thing I wanted to. I guess we're, we're near the end. We'll just talk about it now, I suppose. I kind of mentioned, kind of got through it a little bit earlier, but I kind of got, I lost my way. You know, I get lost in my own streams, my own madness, my own insanity. It's a hall of mirrors in here. And there's animals and voices. Could drive any man mad. <laughs> I used a picture for this. It was, uh, it was Mickey Ward and Arturo Gotti had a fucking war of a trilogy back then. These guys fought each other three times and it was just insane. Some of the best, they're, dude, you got to see it. If you're a boxing fan, fuck. Anyway. Um, it got me thinking about some things and it got me thinking about when, you know, how do you win when things are hard? Because like I said, I've done hard things before and I succeeded. How did that happen? What was the difference between me, this, I succeeded and the people that didn't? Well, I just kept going. I just I just kept persisting at what I was doing until I did it. They gave up, so they didn't get to do it. That was it. And this kind of um extra gear like this this where you, you know when people say you got to dig deep you got to find that extra speed when things get hard because when things are easy, nice sunny day, you got a full belly, you had a nice, you know, nice day's sleep, your uh, nice breakfast. Easy, everything, you know, it's easy to do things and that's it. Do things when you haven't slept in 3 days, you haven't eaten in 2. You've got a broken foot. You're you live outside, it's raining all the time. You know, now things are and you have to do the exact same thing. It's obviously going to be much more difficult in these conditions, right? It's in those spots where you find out what people are made of. Not when things are easy, when they're really fucking hard. Then you'll get to see what, what they're really made of. And when you start increasing the difficulty, you make them move. You, put, you make them uncomfortable. And you're going to make them do something. They're either going to quit, they're going to surrender, or they're going to uh, you know, rise to the challenge and, and fight on. And champions, people that win, especially when you have you know, an evenly matched fight and, you know, that's what this is, because it's if this was a if this was a uh, a steamroller guy, we'd already be all living in prisons. We'd already all have guns to our head. Like if they could do it that easy, they would have. They can't. It has to be like this. It has to be this mind war, this war for the soul, because they don't have the manpower to just physically control every. It would never work. So, though they have a lot of you know. Money and influence and material advantages and technology and all of this, you're still trying to tame a huge thing, which is, you know, <laughs> basically life itself. And we're, you know, we're kind of fighting this, um, this, this, this battle from one end, and and you know, our enemies are coming from the other. They have their advantages, and we have ours. And so far, we're still here. Aren't we? You know, things are uh, things are starting to kind of rattle to them a little bit. So we're getting deeper into the rounds. 
Remember I said you know a couple of years ago, I'm like, we're just getting started. This is like the first inning. This is like inning one of baseball, right? And people are like, oh my god, it's oh my god, we're up, we're we're down four nothing. It's like we're in the first inning. There's we got a lot of t- you know a long way to go before they're anywhere near fucking locking this down. Now we're getting now we're getting a little deep, or we're at uh, you know later rounds of a fight, and uh, people are tired, they're sore, they're 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 hurting, they've got injuries, they've got wounds, they've got situations, and, and we do, don't we? A lot of us do. So do they, don't they? So now. Now you get into the championship rounds when things start to get hard. That's when people find out who's going to win. The one that's going to win is the one that wants it more. The, the people that will fight on broken feet. Broken ribs. Fucking one eye. Just odds are stacked against them. Because on the, on the one side, we have a bunch of people, these, these elite fucking pieces of garbage. Just, we're just going to run your lives. We're going to do whatever we want. You know? And what's their motivation? What's driving? What's what's pushing them and urging them on to do this? Well, their careers, their careers, their reputations, their legacy—you know, the power they get to wield, the money that comes with it, and all of this kind of stuff. What is that? That's that's material. That's physical material. They want worldly things, don't they? They can be bought. So, in a, in kind of a like a war scenario, they're basically what are they? They're mercenaries. They're fighting because they're getting paid to. Lots of There's treasure in it for them. That's why they're doing it. All of the henchmen and goblin people all the way up. There's something in it they want. Something material that they want. A promotion, a paycheck, money, whatever it is. Versus who? Versus the people that they're trying to crush are doing it because they love their people. They're doing it for their, their friends, their family, their parents, their children, their town the people they grew up with, the people we've lost along the way. And our grandfathers and our grandmothers and everybody that came before us. That, that's why we're doing it. So when we get into the real deep water and the real deep rounds and you start to real, you know, Jesus, this is getting brutal. Why am I doing this? Let's stack these fucking things up together and see who's, whose mountain is higher. Who's got the deeper fuel tank here? Because um, when things get really hard, and I can tell you this from, uh, hey, read a history book. I like that. I like that analogy. I like the mercenary analogy. You can hire the biggest, baddest, meanest fucking army in the world that anybody's ever seen. But they're fighting for money. And you could try to like, you know, tame a whole country like the United States Empire has tried to do in Iraq and Vietnam. But they couldn't do it because the people fighting them and resisting them were fighting for their own fucking existence. They were fighting to exist. It was like a war of annihilation. It was like, if we don't win, there's no point to life. Why live here under the boot of these of this empire? Like, no. We would rather die than live like this. So they they fight accordingly. And eventually, the willpower of one side fell away because why? They lost too much money. They're losing too much power. They're, everybody's getting cranky, so they went home. So when you think of it on those terms, I, I don't see long term how this is going to, how th- they stand on an empire of sand. 
You're starting to see people flip and, and turn on them already, throwing people under the bus, leaking things out, trying to get out the rats fleeing the ship, right? Money's not worth it for. Can you spend your money if you're dead? You know, that's why mercenaries run away. I could continue this fight, but I'd rather be alive, you know? I'd rather be alive and live to fight another day, make some money somewhere else. I'm not going to die for this. Versus a bunch of people that are like, I'd rather die than let you fucking win. Who do you think is going to come away with that? So when the rest of us, we struggled and we suffered for this for years underneath all of this crap and all this bullshit. And then literally at the worst possible point, it was bad, man. I remember January 2022, everybody was so scared and depressed and angry and freaked out. And some of the conversations people were having were fucking crazy. And what happened? The the, the most beautiful thing I've ever seen happen in, in this country. And hopefully something will top that again someday. But, you know. Everybody came together for a big fuck you, and uh, we're still here today because of it, and the fight goes on because of it, so that just goes to show you. We didn't know how long it was going to be, and that's why they do these they do these unknown distance marches and tests and things in, in these, uh, you know, these elite unit selections, right? And the point is to, they, you don't know when it's going to be over. They expect you to p- perform and go and fight and claw, and I, I don't care if you have to claw dirt with your hands and pull yourself up the fucking hill. You're going to keep going. How much longer? I don't know. Two years? Two minutes? Two months? We don't know. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when it's over. It's over when you win. So you just keep going until you win. That's it. There's no point in thinking about anything else. That is real. That's a a mindset from some uh, people like that. It's really hard to defeat people like that. But instead of rolling over, you know, something happened. And because of that, you know, a lot of us are still here today and a lot of us now know each other. People are networked together. There's an infrastructure. There's friendships and, and bonds that have been made, you know, between people that will probably last a lifetime when you share, live through an experience like this. There's something this traumatizing and, and insane. And and this is this is what sold it for me. When you when I really got it, one of these one of these last this is the last thing I'm going to play this. And I'm going to get out of here because I just I love this video and I love this story and Al Pacino's you know impressive. You know, <laughs> um, we did this thing, long march, brutal, shitty, obstacle course, beat. You know, it's just awful. Hours of shit, right? And uh, you get to the end. And they go, all right, how you guys do? Everybody good to go? I'm like, yep. I'm like, okay, let's do it again. We're going to do it again? Yep. All that. All that again. That's right. <sighs> pretty blow, pretty big blow to your morale. You thought it was over. You thought it was over. Bang. Nope. What do you do? Keep going. So we go again. Some guys didn't want to go again. <laughs> Some guys tried to go again, couldn't make it. Get back to the end again. There's the instructors again. You guys good to go? Yep. Yeah. Like, okay. They made their point, right? Let's go again. And then I was just like, they're going to do this until we die. They're going to do this until everyone quits and they're going to whittle us down until there's only a couple of, I'll just, and I made a decision in my head. I'm not going to be, I knew I was like, there's no way I can do this again. 
There's no way. My legs are gone. My feet are fucked. I've got a broken. It's, I'm, I can't. No, no, man. But I would rather pass out. I would rather d- fuck it. Just I'm just. I made a conscious decision, and I knew it was going to happen soon because I was very tired. I'd never been this tired. I'm just going to go until my body gives out, and it will eventually, or it won't, and I'll somehow pull off the impossible. So fuck it. Bring the fucking. Let's go. I don't care. I don't care. Fuck this. I got. I, th- I was did my best, and if this is what happens, I fucking fought. Whatever. So we fucking line up and we step off again. Here we fucking go again. And in my head, I'm already like kind of sad. Not like crying sad, but almost because I this was really fucking hard, man. And this, you know, I was so I thought I was going to be able to make it. I'm like, I'm just no, I'm going to get through this. But I'm going to, whatever. We get a hundred meters, and they go, okay, that's it. What? Like, I was mentally prepared to, like, die doing this again. They just wanted to see who was going to give up. We were this close to the end, and I almost gave up. We were this close, and I had no idea. And if I had given up, and some guys did, and then they realized all they had to go was walk 100 meters down the road. That was all that was left. But they'd already defeated themselves in their mind and chose not to even try. And that's what happened. That's why you can never give up. You never know what's around the corner. You know, when you get old in life, things get taken from you. I mean, that's, that's, that's part of life. But you only learn that when you start losing stuff. You find out life's this game of inches. So is football. Because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small, I mean, one half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. On this team, we fight for that inch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. Between living and dying. I'll tell you this, in any fight, It's the guy who's willing to die who's going to win that itch. And I know if I'm going to have any life anymore, it's because I'm still willing to fight and die for that itch. Because that's what living is. The six inches in front of your face. Now, I can't make you do it. You got to look at the guy next to you. Look into his eyes. Now, I think you're going to see a guy who will go that inch with you. You're going to see a guy who will sacrifice himself for this team because he knows when it comes down to it, you're going to do the same for him. That's the team, gentlemen. And either we heal now as a team or we will die as individuals. That's football, guys. 
That's all it is. Now, what are you going to do? Win or lose, man. <laughs> we were fucking made for this. I don't think they can beat us. I don't think. They don't have the fucking what it takes to take people like us down, man. I just don't fucking think so. I just. We're, we're getting into this fight now, and I'm seeing cracks in their game. I'm seeing holes in the defense. We're starting to score some shots. I don't know. Hold on. We'll fucking see. Seems like you're getting a little nervous up there. You know, when you expect to win, that's what it is. You come into a fight, it's supposed to be easy. One round, two round KO. Boom. In and out. I'll be even lunch by by five. And all of a sudden you're in round eight going, oh, uh-oh. Shoot your shot, motherfucker. I hope you have more than that. I hope this was, I hope you have more than that. I really do, because... Thank you very much, guys. I have to go. I went late. I'm tired and I'm, I'm hungry. I need to eat. I need to eat. I've got those post-shaky gym. I'm, I didn't eat. I gotta eat. I'm gonna go down. I gotta die. Ragingdistant.com for all my social media links, Substack, and Telegram. Thegrift.shop as well. Uh, all of it's there. If you don't know where it is, sign up. It's .com. It's right up top on this. They'll figure it out, Phil. They'll figure it out. That's it. That's all. Thanks. I'll hopefully be back Friday. We'll see how it goes. Take care of each other, guys. It's your life. You write your own story, don't you? What do you want it to say? Eight cheese or fucking crushed commies? That's a cool. That's a much cooler Wikipedia entry. You know what I mean? Was a super based legend. Right on. I'm out of here. Six Emperor Tyrannus, Propatria, Death to Stalin.
Normally Phil is here. I don't know where he went. He's going to be around here somewhere. I'll have to check the other room, I guess. Maybe he's behind this. What's going on in here? The lights are on. Phil, what are you doing in the... <laughs> Phil, Phil, is that Liz is that Lizzo? Phil, what are you? T what do you mean she's your pony? Uh, I I need so much therapy. I'm just going to slowly walk away and spend the next several hours trying to deprogram myself with hallucinogenic drugs. I read this in MK Ultra somewhere. Maybe I can... Yeah, you, I'm just going to close it. Yeah, you have... Uh, I'm not well. <laughs> <laughs>